Hey, Action Shelf listeners, before we jump into the show itself, we want to tell you about how you can get even more action in your life. Mm. <laughs> that appeals to more you. Action, more action, you more say, More action, John. you say, yes. If you go over to our Podbean patron page, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup, you can listen to Lisman and I watch, what's this? Good action movies. Good action movies, you say? That's right, a change of pace. We thought behind the paywall, let's give people something of quality. So And give us something of quality. I know, it's such know? a pleasure to do that. So twice a month, you and I will be doing commentary tracks that you can download for uh, yes. good action movies, all kinds of awesome mm. stuff from a lot of our heroes like John Woo. And uh, we've done stuff from the John Wick franchise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, all the guys we never get to talk about on here. Yeah, so you, stuff we legitimately love and uh, love to share with with you you all. Um, yeah, yeah. So you can listen to that uh, as as well as other cool exclusive content from the Punch Up Entertainment Network shows. Uh, once again, the address for that is patron.podbean.com/slash/punchup. And now into the action. The action show. Welcome to the Action Shelf, the podcast celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman, tis the yeah. season here on the uh, the Action Shelf as we enter December. Mm. We are doing a month of Christmas-themed action movies. Yes, yes. It's, and yeah. uh, I believe for this week we have a, a guest. I, I want to say Santa Claus. John, <laughs> did you get Santa Claus in the studio today? That's right. Ho, ho, hum. Yeah. Ho, ho, <laughs> ho, ho, hum is about as good a review for this. Yes, our our friend. And I think he still holds the record for most appearances on Yay. this show. I believe he's our most frequent guest. What a week. What a Brendan week Jones. Delight. Yes. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, dicks, for making me watch this movie. I, this, uh, we were talking about this beforehand, though. Uh, this is not the worst thing we've made you watch. This no, is not good. It, no, not even no, close. No, no. This movie is damned with competence. Uh, yeah. it, it has a baseline competence, which, yeah. which a Bronski movie doesn't. I was... Originally slated for a Bronski, and yeah. I was kind of excited we were to gonna, return. Yeah, we were going to do that, and kind of at the last minute because we were like, "Oh, this is like requires money to rent," and we just went, "You know what? Yeah. Let's swap it out." And so the main instead, we gave you a my, Superman actor. Yes, yeah. Well, there's that's a that works as a tie-in. But yeah. the thing I will say mm -hmm. is that um, the thing that you should have told me. Uh, because you guys know what a devout Christian I am, <laughs> and mm -hmm. you did not set me up for a movie that was this violent, mm -hmm. this salacious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so better, you know, 
do better next time well because i, I was so offended by this movie well that's interesting mm. because i think our leading man might have snuck in some of his beliefs into this otherwise generic action movie because this is not, not just tim but production companies and so forth yeah. right off the bat yeah. i was like oh boy which is interesting nice. though they, we've talked about because we've done a couple of, this is not on paper overtly a christian action movie but they right. they get it in there they get it in i don't think mm -hmm. it's that subtle you keep making it sound like it's subtle there was just beating over the head <laughs> are you the angel oh my god. of whatever the oh the, god the, the, the best cut in the movie is lord send us an angel oh. of mercy cut to dean kane oh. running no no cut to dean rain uh to dean kane uh uh to totally uh what do you call it with he, his rifle oh he's racking his shotgun he's racking his shotgun yeah that's it thank you mr gun guy yeah but he's racking it that's the thing it's like i have an angel mercy about goes, the guns and yeah. i'm like okay all right that is that is america right i do there wish that is. Mm -hmm. i do wish that's that, god and jesus right there they, with a gun they couldn't afford it but if they had done send me an angel oh of course yes mm -hmm. right yes now uh, I just think it's amazing that this is a movie, and I didn't know how much I needed one. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Mr. Listener. I was going to say that this is a movie that uh, finally gave me, you know, a policeman, uh, I mean, an, a good cop who mm. has the guts to say Merry Christmas to people. <laughs> oh, that scene, about time. That scene, yeah. This this movie, man. Uh, this is uh, 2003's or 2002. Sorry, Christmas Rush mm -hmm. or Breakaway, depending on who you ask. This yeah, I actually had trouble finding it at first because I didn't follow your link. I just was like trying to t uh, tell my um, well, Fire he, TV, the thing "Hey Alexa, find this thing for me." And Alexa's like. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and I was like, all right, breakaway. Because I was like, uh, I was trying yeah. to find Christmas Rush. Well, because you know? it's weird because IMDb credits it as Christmas Rush, but then the yes. DVD cover art is breakaway. And mm -hmm. the the YouTube thing that I did send you a link to and that I watched last night calls it breakaway when it comes up. Even the YouTube link says Christmas or breakaway like or Christmas Rush. The yeah. thing is, is you know, does a lot of Breakaway these like, mean anything? No, in this movie at all. No, Christmas Rush is a fine title for this movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it, it actually it actually is 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 a is a good title because it it uh, you know it's a it's an action movie, hence the rush, but also it's about the money from the Christmas Rush. I did also like right. that the whole plan in this movie would be obsolete today in a frequently cashless world, right? Yeah, I know. Yes, I yes. know. There would be yes. the the because that is always the thing I think about these heist. I, you know, I love heist movies and I watch a lot of old heist movies. And I'm just going like, so hard to do a heist movie today because all heists today are just hacking into a system and draining right, yep. accounts. Well, that's not very cinematic. Yes. It's it's literally no. that last Michael Mann movie was he's like, I don't know. I guess it's about hackers now. Black Hat was like, <laughs> I guess Michael Mann goes, if I want to make a modern day crime movie, it's got to be about Chris Hemsworth as a hacker. And people yeah. kind of went, um, that's not the most thrilling of your movies, man. And I mm -hmm. do love the fact that the, you know, we live in a world in which 
uh, if you're going to do a cinematic uh, thriller heist movie with a hacker, mm-hmm. it's always going to be someone like uh, that person. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. uh, Hugh Jackman. Well, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, this is. I do agree with. I remember reading a review of that movie at the time. Of course, people tuned in to hear my thoughts on Black Hat, which I think is totally fine. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, I do agree. People go, this movie would be so much more interesting. If it was the exact same movie, but Jesse Eisenberg or Michael Sarah in the lead. Right. And I'm going, yeah, I somebody agree. a little bit more believable. I agree. That would have been great yeah. if it's Jesse Eisenberg as the cold thief of a Michael Mann movie now because he's a computer expert. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, this movie, though, this is still glorious 2002, uh, I guess. Oh. Uh, but uh, Dean Kane, this is our second Dean Kane movie that we've done on the show. True. We also, wow. did, we also did Vendetta. This is earlier. This is earlier. Yeah, because Vendetta did... came. When did Vendetta come out? Semi recently, right? 20... 2017. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somewhere in there, which was an incredibly stupid. He is. I, I was looking at his IMDb here. And he has gone. It is all overtly Christian, like even in title movies now. Like there was always, they're always yeah. loosely Christian, but now like yes. literally. Well, this one, I can't remember which one. Uh, that's like two production companies, yes. and one is like changing the world pictures or something. And it is but like, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the well, tagline. Their tagline, which was, uh, we tell the stories that Hollywood cannot. Yeah, that was it. And, and oh, I had the exact same thought. I'm like, oh, we're in trouble now. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, literally, like, you look at you look at the stuff he's doing now, it's like a child of the king. Uh, uh, one life at a time. Faith under fire. Uh, he's Oy. gone hard into that stuff. Ooh, one cop's journey. <laughs> well, I'll say this for him. This is the first time I've seen Dean Kane in a thing since mm. I watched Lois and Clark years ago. Yeah. He mm. has not crossed my radar since. Yeah. Um he's likable. I mean, I, I I was sitting there going like, "Oh, you know, whatever your politics aside, I was like, you're not a great actor, but I forgot you can actually be engaging uh and you're a at your fit at least yeah. 20 years ago fit mm. handsome charming and you always forget how high his voice is i'm like that's kind of <laughs> nice too because he's kind of like mm-hmm. a relatable like i hey agree guys was... i just want to make up with my wife and you're that, like, okay mm. that was i i i thought he was a fine superman but i did i do it was the voice that always kind of bothered me about his suit not that superman needs to be down here necessarily but i always mm. thought he was a little uh, a little too light as Superman. And that show was romantic comedy Superman, so it kind of worked, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that he show was the right was guy for that version. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a, that was a design to be a light Superman, a light, uh, you know, light touch Superman. This does um, not, mm-hmm. by the way, my admission here does not mean I will be seeking out any further Dean Cain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to yeah, be. I, I was, recommend. I was telling. That. I was telling Lisman. I was watching 2003's Out of Time the other day, the Denzel Washington thriller, and he popped into mm-hmm. that, and I went, God, I forgot he ever made anything in the studio system, like the fact that he yeah. ever was in a. a like just seeing a scene between him and Denzel Washington was so weird. I'm going like, God, these two shared the screen. <laughs> they they did until they had to shoot separately because Dean Kane found out about the <laughs> the non Christian ideals that uh, well, Denzel it, Washington lives by. <laughs> mm. That 
heathen. Mm. I do love the idea of having a problem with Denzel, like one of the most family-oriented, yeah, like, of course. lovable guys <laughs> in Hollywood. But yeah, he would be I have like, a feeling that Dean Cain, a la a Kirk Cameron, will find whatever it is that they will dislike because you're not walking the same path that they are. Yeah. Has Dean Cain and Kirk Cameron ever worked together? I don't. They, they have to. I d- not, they I, must have, right? I haven't seen it yet. I have, I'm they looking... should do a buddy cop movie. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we would cover that in a second on this show. Are we you kidding sure me? sure would, yeah. He does have 11 movies in various uh, production right now, uh, Dean King. Mm. So the guy that is always right. working. But he, as you're talking about, he's not on your radar because everything he makes is exclusively <laughs> made for the crew. And that's why I'm saying this movie was at least attempting to chase the action market and present itself now he's in movies that don't even come close to not indicating what they are yeah yeah yeah, because it's in the titles right and so let's talk about who who's i do want to talk about the guy who this is a writer director it's another auteur movie listman wow charles robert carner is the writer director of this movie a guy who Mm -hmm. has some credits you'll recognize this is the man who wrote jim cotta Whoa! This is the writer of 1985's Jim Cotta. Um, so, this movie. So, IMDb says that this man was born in 1957. Yes. And I think that is a lie because <laughs> watching this movie, I was convinced that a seven-year-old wrote it because everything about it I is will so say, juvenile when you, yeah. and so stupid that it. Brandon, only you were, a seven-year-old could write you it. You were talking about there's a certain level of competence. I do think there's – I don't have a budget, but there's at least a little bit of money here. Uh, All a, the a, money went to renting out a mall and then and, buying and getting stuff Eric to Roberts. blow up. Yeah, and pyrotechnics. And, uh, yeah. Uh, is, is Eric Roberts expensive to get? I don't, well, no, that but, but I, don't I would just say is. for an indie film, he's expensive for an indie film. Sure, okay. But I mean, he is a name, and he's not doing this thing for less than what he his asking I think price he, I is. I think he has a specific because quote. he's not part of the crusade. So I, I think they're like, uh, well, let's get him in there anyway. <laughs> There's a few of these guys like Eric Roberts. Well, those you're like they're in Christian movies, and you're like, no, they're in anything. Yeah, if you yes. can pay them, they don't care. And speaking of the the baseline competence, uh, I liked Eric Roberts in this. Eric I like Roberts, the, I like what he chose to do with his character, well, which is a very understated Eric Roberts. Listen, and I were yes. talking about that before we go on here. It's like Eric Roberts is a good actor. He this yeah. this whole thing is he'll be in anything, but you can't be a bad actor and be in the Dark Knight. You know, like he shows up in that, and he's he's great in the Dark Knight as he's Saul good. Maroney. Yeah, like I'm not exactly sure, other than wild old days you hear plenty of stories but i'm not exactly sure why his his trajectory went down as yeah, as much as he, it did because he is a guy like you just said you can plug him into a big film by a mm-hmm. big director with mm-hmm. with even a small part and you know he'll bring it he's good no? and he's mm-hmm. an interesting that's the thing. uh a, Whenever it yeah. happens, I go, oh, shit, he was he was like a standout often in movies. I see him yeah. in. Yeah. He can show up in Stallone's The Expendables and, like, steal three scenes as the bad guy, you know? It's similar mm-hmm. to a Cage situation. We know why Cage had to take some of the low road was just literally he had to get that money. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but in the case of Eric Roberts, I think his rep 
may have ruined him for a while or Did done he, damage he had or some something. substance abuse issues or I he think, at but one or point he too. wasn't also being offered stuff i i know that you're there's no way to really perpetuate and even if you become a huge star you're mm. you know you're just going to fall out of favor and eric roberts is an odd one too so maybe mm. it's like dude if you were matinee idol guy we could have like mm-hmm. had you could have had many comebacks totally I you're not gonna have, have that I actually have a theory about Eric Roberts, and I, I want to see mm. what you guys think okay. about it. Because we we, ta- so, we do talk about Eric Roberts a lot on this show. Oh, a I'm lot. Because sure. uh, he's he the best of the best. Right, <laughs> exactly. Have, that's he, upcoming. We are going to do best of the best, of course, on this show. Oh. <laughs> uh, he has been in 700 films. Yep. <laughs> he currently has 30 movies in production right oh, now. Yep. Yeah. He's in 30 movies per year. So my yeah. theory the average is about is 30 that, movies a year, yeah. Yeah. So my theory is that he made some sort of Faustian bargain uh, <laughs> to have a, uh, uh, a long-lasting career. Ah, now, he didn't get into the nitty-gritty of the He didn't you know, look at the fine print. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, it's exactly offered... the same bargain that John mm-hmm. Carradine signed. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yes. very much. Yes. In the... But I, I do think he's a my, my theory, of course, is we've talked about this one. The guy's in 700. He's got 700 IMDb titles. Yes. He's in like, you know, 30 movies a year. My theory is he's mm-hmm. a guy who just never doesn't want to be on a film set. He wants to spend every yes. day of his he life cannot... on a set. And he yeah. doesn't as long as you meet the quote. He'll show up. Now, the difference is, and one of the reasons we like Eric Roberts on the show, he'll do the work. He'll be oh, in yeah, your piece yeah. of shit Lifetime movie, and he'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's not going to phone Because actually, in. as I was looking, I was like, I feel like I saw him in something recently where he's really good. He was really good on the Righteous Gemstones in season two. Oh, he yeah, was he was. Great he was great on there. And he was toe-to-toe with Goodman, and their scenes crackled, mm-hmm. man. They're just two pros. They you know? did. Yeah. And so yeah. I agree. Anytime he's in this movie, I am looking at he is interesting. Even though this mm-hmm. is a totally generic bad guy character, he is bringing some life to it. Yeah, uh, and, and why and did they make very... him sympathetic? Why, I, well, like, that is why a weird... even introduce that? Well, uh, uh, listen, here's something I need to tell you about Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> at at uh, at its core, it's about forgiveness. Yeah. But this movie isn't. It's that's about the forgiveness. thing. That's does the... Dean Cain forgive him? I think uh, Dean well, Cain only is after he kills him <laughs> for stopping him from paying for his child's this... leukemia. Uh, you know, this is the uh, thing. Bills, I'm so. with you, Lisman, on the why would you make the villain sympathetic and then not lean into it more in the plot because. It yeah. kind of comes, everyone, it sort of remembers he's supposed to be sympathetic, but he'll That's just be true. a straight up bad guy for a stretch of time. And then it'll mm. be like, but my kid's dying. You know um, what? Right. The writing demanded it. Because I, I will say, <laughs> when you talk about this, I was this, this is where I was going with the, the movie is somewhat competently directed. The big problem here is this script. This script is oh my God. awful. Yeah. It is awful. And this is the man who wrote Jim mm-hmm. Cotta. He also wrote... Uh, another future episode, wait, I'm sure. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, you use that as if, and this is the man who wrote Jim Cotta. You can't just toss that off like uh, uh, that. Is my example yeah. of him doing no, something no, of no. worth. 
No, he's the yeah. guy who had to in his brain and then on the page and then on the screen, <laughs> yeah, come up with a reason why there's a pommel horse in the middle of some sort of village, <laughs> I, I uh, want... so the guy can have a, a, a you know climactic fight. I do, a I, gym gymnastics. There's a couple mm-hmm. other uh, things I want to point out from his IMDb though. A future movie that I actually do like. I was gonna say a future episode of this show for sure is the Redger Howard mm-hmm. movie Blind Fury. He wrote. Yes. Oh, Blind Fury is actually a lot of fun. I, I love Blind Fury, but I think that helps that Philip Noyce directed that, which is who's yeah, a good filmmaker. Sure. Uh, he wrote the TV remake of Vanishing Point. Uh, oh, wow. With a young okay. pre-fame Viggo Mortensen. Um, okay. But I, the one I do have to talk about is the movie he makes after this. His next directorial effort is he wrote and directed the Larry the Cable Guy star witless, oh. witless protection. Oh which is a Larry God. the Cable mm-hmm. guy action comedy. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's cool. <laughs> Hi, Maya. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Christmas Rush, and I said, I got to get this guy to direct my movie. Um, no. Uh, and then uh, I just want to – this guy's IMDb profile photo is him yes. holding a rifle in a camo mm-hmm. hat standing next to John Voight. That tells me everything yep. about him. Oh, it and really John Voight's wearing a cowboy sure hat, does. of course. Uh, oh, and I'm going like, cool. yep, yep, that seems like the guy who made Christmas Rush to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, he also he was also a staff writer on the syndicated Untouchables show from the 90s. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing that on, on his IMDb. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I don't know this. Uh, I watched it as a kid. I, It's weak. You're like, Why? <laughs> I, you know, that was a time when I would watch anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> if it, I mean, it, it, you know, as you guys remember, the 90s was you had what you had, kind of. You had more options, but you still were. And you're going like, I was going like, eh, it's like vaguely 1930s stuff. I guess I'll watch this. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Christmas Rush because there's so oh, many. Yes, let's. <laughs> there, there's so much weird stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because. I knew the pitch, and I told you guys that, that, that from what I was, I'm like, okay, it's Die Hard in a shopping mall. That's your elevator pitch. Yes. But yeah. there's so many weird decisions on what is such a generic, because we watch a lot of Die Hard ripoff movies on this show. I, We've seen Die Hard in a mall before on this podcast. <laughs> this is not the first. Security. This is not even the first Die Hard in a mall we've seen. No. Um, now, I never saw a Die Hard in the mall movie, mm-hmm. but... I do believe we were a witness to Phantom of the Mall, yes. Eric's Revenge. That's yes. True. That over That's on Meet true. the Monsters, you can listen to the episode Lisman's And on. I enjoyed that more. Well, actually, L- Lisman, we really, we actually kind of legitimately like the other Die Hard I, I had a gr- I had a great time with Secure- that yeah. For those who, that yeah. was way earlier in the year, uh, that movie's called Security with Antonio Banderas and Ben Kingsley. Ooh. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and we talked. Yes. We were, that was like one of the best we saw. We we're like, this may have gone straight to video, but this one's kind of good. It's um, pretty good. Yeah. This movie, I uh, like. I said <laughs> though, it's just sort of like it's such a generic setup, but they make so many weird decisions. And mm-hmm. weird decision number one is the fact that these guys know each other and their kids go to the same school. That's the thing I just kept thinking. Imagine if John McClane and Hans Gruber are like, yeah, kids go <laughs> to the same school actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's a, such a bizarre it, decision to me. Like it, it creates this choice. this weird dynamic between them that you mm-hmm. actually could have worked once again if you had actually written a movie that was about like 
they kind of half-heartedly do the like, I know you, man. But if it was really mm-hmm. like, let me let me actually, here here's me as I do over on Meet the Monsters too, Brendan. So you're used to this. Let me try to fix the movie slightly. <laughs> Make <laughs> Roberts the partner. Make the actual main bad guy his partner. Sure. Mm, and then it really work. And his partner's kid is dying, so he's forced to do this. And then it really is like, yeah. come on, man. You're my best friend. Don't make me do this. Like, that mm-hmm. would have given it a, whole, a hell of a lot more drama. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. Did this need more like drama? His partner. Did, <laughs> you didn't like I, his partner that was in this movie? I think his partner's the worst actor in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> You think? Uh, but he was the most convincing Chicagoan in the entire thing. Well, there's no question about that, but true. he is just Rajinsky. Uh, yeah. I just love every time they go, Rajinsky. Uh, <laughs> the first. Now you're telling me that one of the most, uh, one of the hostages is my own goddaughter. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it yeah. wasn't supposed to go this way. <laughs> I will say, if you go to if you go to his IMDb, the first credit under known for the movie Chicago, for the oh, Chicago and actor. It's true. Yeah, and he played a cop in that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm a Chicago cop. It's what I do. Uh, it's what I do. Hey, uh, hey, you guys are making a movie. Do you need a like a really Chicago in cap? Because uh, we er- do, in fact. Well, are the, you Christian? The th- the thing I like about this though is r- right at the start of this movie when they're on the stake, and I'm like, well, his partner's gonna get killed. And then when his partner didn't mm. get killed, I go, his partner's gonna be evil. The only reason not <laughs> exactly. to kill the partner is to then make him evil. That was the there thing. should be an action shelf flow chart. You know what yeah. I mean? If partner not if partner doesn't die at the beginning of movie, then go down to That's partner why, will eventually betray. By the way, listen, this is two weeks in a row we've had a Chicago set action week, so we did Code That's of Silence true. last week. But I was going to say, Code of Silence did an interesting thing where they did buck the trend by having Dennis Farina as mm-hmm. Chuck Norris's partner, and they had him wounded at the beginning and then was never evil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. He survived. Yeah, he survived he did. and didn't betray Chuck. I was shocked. Um, this guy is of course a huge piece of shit Um, Mm, weird so we get this whole opening though and I actually have this written down or uh, uh, Mm -hmm. here this whole his whole opening uh, narration Eric Roberts because this sets up the whole movie right is uh, sure this thing about the this mall um, which I I have huge questions about this mall Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, no no you're right it's it's in Canada yeah (laughs) For those of you who just fell off the broccoli boat, Chicago Place is the most exclusive shopping mall in the Chicago area. The Christmas rush is their busiest and most profitable season. At the end of each business day, 57 retailers deposit their cash receipts in the basement vault. Once a week, a CST armored car drives that money to the Northern Trust Bank. The last pickup before Christmas, and the biggest, is scheduled for the evening of December 24th. On Christmas Eve, there'll be 10 to $12 million in unmarked, untraceable cash sitting in that basement vault. And that's there's our heist, right? Which is... Yes, that is the setup. Also, just a bad way to do business, as far as I'm concerned. True. <laughs> that's a lot of cash to keep on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the same essential heist plot as um, the Snotes brothers in Raising Arizona. <laughs> Uh, yes. where it's like where they're sitting there going like it looks like Hayseed Bank. Truth is, it is Hayseed Bank, except for one day of the month 
yeah. when all this the farm subsidy checks comes in it's a, and it's the same thing it's like we hit it on the day when it's really flush and uh that's right we using code names it's a pretty uh, common... and they do that in this movie yeah they got what mm-hmm. what blow up boy kid and, blast favorite character Jesus. Listen, you were watching this the other night, and you just texted me going, "There's a character in this movie named Kid Blast. <laughs> is he is he the brother of the other guy? Yes, yes. The the two yes. brothers, and they're both explosive experts, which makes it you're very confusing why one of them is getting on the job training at one point. But then, <laughs> is it weird that I liked the on the job training uh, of being like a, a explosives expert? Yeah. That was one yeah. of my favorite scenes in the movie. I enjoyed that it made too. No sense. He's it like, is... you know why we do this, don't you? So the contacts, will... that's right. And then yeah. it's like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, good, and then good job, the fact... little bro. <laughs> good job, little bro. And then for the rest of the movie, them using the human torches flame on oh, as yes. a catchphrase. Oh, Constantly. You knew, I knew we were going to talk about that, where I'm going like, Brennan, what mm-hmm. do you think about them using, yeah, the human torch? Also, Kid Blast, was he a Flash villain? Uh, <laughs> I think, I think I he think was. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we get this Oh, whole- and it's a movie where Dean Cain says Brainiac. And uh, was that on purpose? Yeah. I'd like oh. to think so. Coincidence? I'm remember if he, he I don't have, believe in them, so. He must have fought Brainiac on Lois and Clark. I don't remember offhand, though. But they did do mm-hmm. most of the rogues gallery, I think. Uh, well, whether they did or didn't, I just thought, oh, look, the Superman actor yeah. just said Brainiac. <laughs> I did think it was weird that he turned the camera and then winked which after he said it, which was mm. unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I do like the part, or, you know, for me it was great, where Erica Laniac, as the wife, says, uh, you know, I need you to tell me the absolute truth. And he says, I'm going to give you absolute candor. <laughs> and then looked at the camera. It's almost as if it's a bottled city. Um, no, the, so we start with Dean Kane and his partner. They're on a stakeout mm-hmm. of a China, waiting for this gang to rob a Chinese restaurant. Apparently, I don't know yes. wh- how how they've got this tip, but I will say this is Lisman. We see a lot of bad cops on this show. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. Dean Kane the worst cop we've seen? He is a horrible police officer. He is, yes. That is this true. Is, I don't know if he's the worst, but yeah, we've seen a lot uh, of bad the, ones. The, the bar is very low. But this but, is, uh, I'm sure yeah. Seagal played the worst one. Let's be honest. Um, yes, I love the fact that he, they're, as you say, waiting for whatever the crime is to go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are, you know, they're doing the. We're in the unidentified, unmarked police car, but mm-hmm. we're completely marked. Yeah. I love that he's sitting in there with his bulletproof, you know, flak uh, vest on mm-hmm. that has the big word police on it. And they're just mm-hmm. sitting there like they're undercover. I'm like, I don't think anyone walking by on the sidewalk is going to be too surprised because you're wearing the <laughs> well, big police. And it's thing also under. in classic action shell fashion. There's no one around because we can't afford extras. And I mean, also mm-hmm. he and his partner are literally sitting in the car doing this with their mouths. Woo! <laughs> Woo! 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 That's probably not the thing you should do when you're um, undercover. As a this cop. probably not. Listen, this is this is given a run for the most one-liners in a movie this year because there's a lot there's in this so movie. Many. And there's the fir- so many. the first the first one is right here where he's talking about, uh, yeah, my wife is uh, bothering me for a trip to Bermuda or whatever right. to go uh, scuba diving, and the best I can do is a snorkel in the bathtub. And then he says, "Can't show her the money." 
Gotta show her the love. Mm-hmm. This is this is us <laughs> getting to know him as a person. We see his yeah. struggles. He wants to do right by his wife, who he <laughs> deeply loves, but he doesn't mm. have the money. Do you think, mm. by the way, speaking of Kirk Cameron, do you think Dean Kane had some issues with his wife being a former Playboy playmate, Erica Alaniac? I could only assume he did. Yeah. But, this... but maybe she redeemed herself when she refused mm -hmm. to play an ex-porn star in uh, in Bordello, <laughs> oh, Bordello of, Blood. of Blood. Yeah, uh... She's like, that won't be part of my character anymore because I'm playing her. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at her IMDb, Brandon. Stay tuned for her over on Meet the Monsters. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Dracula well, 3000. Well, we are watching Bordello of Blood. And she yeah, Bordello of Blood. And then she's also in Dracula 3000. So, um, <laughs> which is, yes, that's the space Dracula movie. That's I love one of those that titles. Hey, yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. That's Dracula 2000, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh. Drink it, oh my drink God. it like an open vein. Um, that's that's like one of those titles that is made up, like that would be made up in another TV show. Oh, that'd yeah. be like, like a, oh, what are you yeah, watching? Yeah. I'm watching Dracula 3000. It's a yep. poster. It's like, yeah, that's a totally real on film. A, the set of a movie theater on a sitcom is Dracula 3000. Yeah. Oh, exactly. can I just say that uh, I, I uh, product placement in this movie? I'm oh, sure yeah. it was something that they made. But at one point in the mall, he's out in front of the IMAX theater. And mm. what is the IMAX theater showing, as in what movie poster behind it? It is a Christian film called The One. Yeah. And and I'm like, yeah, that's that's the producers or director having a nice dream. Oh, that's <laughs> that's the other. Yeah, that's in, in IMAX. Sure. Uh, this guy, that's the other thing. This guy also made the Judas movie. It's just called Judas. The nice. guy who made this, yeah, okay. that adds Finally, up. from his side. <laughs> I think you'll find his story's a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> to, oh, that's he does that actually right after this. 2004 is Judas, and uh, it's our old friend Jonathan Shake. Is, oh. He plays Judas in that. I like him, too. I wish he hadn't disappeared. Yeah. Him and, mm. uh, ooh, and Tim Matheson is Pontius Pilate. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Tim Matheson in a Bible movie is one of the funniest things <laughs> I can even imagine. Just, I, I, wow. I, I mean, the guy is so American and so modern. Oh. Like, it's just. It's... <laughs> and Jonathan Taylor Thomas as King Herod. <laughs> <laughs> it it that cast just those two names screams like it's yeah it's a mid 2000s tv movie sure oh, yeah uh, oh by the way we need to clear this up this was shot for tv right yeah this originally premiered on tnt yeah because that it's got commercial breaks i was like yes what? <laughs> yes that yeah, explains it we're, we're doing tv straight to video everything yeah but yes that's oh, yeah. amazing yeah. again considering some of the content in this movie so much glass is broken <laughs> Yeah, I no, it is really interesting. This movie has the 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 hint of violence. It suggests violence, right? Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Which I think is so. Anyway, um, this much like everything in this movie is all Dean Cain's fault. What happens at the beginning of this, right? Yes. We're supposed to yeah. be upset that they take his badge away for what he does at the beginning here. But he does. He does actually accidentally shoot. Uh, uh pedestrian a civilian yeah you know yeah so that and a, and a, and a man who sits Sorry. on 
a man who sits on the council of Chinatown or whatever that they talk about later. He's basically the mayor of Chinatown. Yeah. I line but I did think, which... okay, these guys have robbed this place. Maybe follow yeah. them back somewhere or pull them over. Well, Not surround well. the restaurant. They're all carrying. I also love the idea that you would carry massive assault rifles to rob. a. Ch Number one, I also wonder how much money are you getting from a Chinese restaurant? Well, you know, like, they like, make good tips. But, like, they've got Uzis and stuff. Because they're, even his partner goes, I don't think these guys are going quietly. <sighs> yeah. And uh, and then we get the first of so many of, uh, there's the easy way and there's the hard way. Make the Boo. right choice. I don't even. If you're going, uh, I don't. You know. I didn't write that down as a one liner because it's just a recurring. It's his catchphrase. No, yeah. it does. It, and so, if this is going to be your character's yippee kaye or whatever, you'd think that maybe you come up with something that is slightly original. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. I mean, that is like the that is the most boring thing ever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's super boring. And then, of course, what do yep. these guys do? Just you want to talk or you want to shoot? Yeah. They... Do you want peace or a bullet? <laughs> but then this is presumably in the middle of Shall downtown. We shoot the shit <laughs> or shoot the gun. <laughs> <laughs> but I should have just done something bad. You want to shoot the shit or shoot the guns? <laughs> Especially red that flat would be perfect. <laughs> this this is presumably like in the middle of downtown, and these guys just open up with these automatic weapons. They do. Da, 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 they da. take, they take a hostage. The hostage uh, cracked me yeah. up because it's this woman walking down the street. Okay, they're in Chinatown, and it is possible this woman doesn't speak English. Yeah, but is she deaf? I can only assume she's deaf because guns have already been fired. Yeah, and yes. and but she's walking literally right next to the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, and the cops are all across the street going. Ma'am, ma'am, no, don't go down there. Get away. Because that, go away. And she's just got a grocery bag. And the, the crook yeah. grabs her and is like, now I've got a hostage. And I like, do, wow. I do love in classic action show I think fashion. God gave him that hostage. Mm, I'm mm -hmm. questioning God now. In classic yeah. action show fashion, fashion, they are blasting away with these automatic weapons. Every other cop is ducking behind their car. And Dean Kane is just standing there aiming. Yes, he he's, is. He's lining up his shot. No yes, bullet he is. touches him. I guess because he's protected why by the Lord. take a hostage if you're not going to, one, hide behind her, yeah. or two, uh, like, because they take the hostage, but then they just start opening fire. Yeah, on yeah I know. Yep. We have like a hostage, that. which will not affect our behavior in any yeah. way. And then <laughs> we just watch. We're not going to use her to edge closer to our vehicles. We're going to still nope. stand in the same spot. Uh, here's uh -huh. a question for you. How did you guys feel about the use of slow motion in this movie? Ooh. <laughs> which time you're gonna have uh, to be so specific the, uh, no, I'm talking about just the general aesthetic use oh. of it in the artistic vision of the film very Peckinpah-esque um, if you would no, uh. yeah. <laughs> I mean it, it does lend to my theory that the first thing that was conceived for this film was we're gonna blow stuff up yes. that was the very yeah. that was the germ step that number one the blow things up Everything but else. Number, and number then, two, if I might, Mr. Lister, yes, was course. the writer-director had in his head, and I have a feeling this is entirely where the movie sprung from. Blow stuff up, that's the uh -huh. seed. Mm -hmm. yes. Two is, I see a banner that says peace on earth. 
slow motion falling to the ground. That's the thing during a during a firefight. This movie does uh. have one of my favorite things an action shot movie can have, which is lofty ambitions like that, where the guys oh. are like, "Okay, it's low budget action, but that doesn't mean there can't be artistic merit to it." You know, especially when it fell so perfectly, sort of right in front of the T Rex as he went. Ah! <laughs> Yeah. Wait, did I get the wrong movie? I think yeah. I think oh, you wait. might be. I accidentally yeah. turned on Jurassic Park and then never finished right at the this end. movie. Yeah, that's right. Oh <laughs> shit! Damn it! I will but say, I know that's where a falling banner I will with something say, on if it is. Somehow, that's where it reached its pinnacle. If somehow Jurassic Park started playing, there, I never would have gone back to. That. I would have just watched the rest of Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's tons of shooting. Oh, I do like mm -hmm. just a stray bullet hits a car and it explodes. Of course, because it's yeah, an action. Of course. Once again, Classic. talking about just blowing. You just see like one like, and the car is totally off nowhere, and it's just a round goes over there, and that car goes up. Uh, mm -hmm. But we do in yeah. slow motion just watch Dean Kane pump round after round into this guy, and, you're yeah. mm -hmm. and I guess we're supposed to be like, "Fuck yeah, that's what you get, crime." And there I'm, is I'm a just little like, bit of that blood. That woman is going to get shot. They're <laughs> yeah. opening yeah. fire, and that, that woman is course, going to die. Well, literally, everyone would be dead with the amount of just indiscriminate automatic fire that happens here. Yes, countless yes. people would be dead. But she survives. But he has winged. The important dude. That's yeah, the whole yes. thing. The guy with political clout, which we'll find out very quickly in the next scene, which is all in like the city hall building where they're just going, yeah, yeah, yeah this happened and that happened. And uh, yeah, like is, this whole scene is just a so, quick information dump. So the guy, so is that the owner of the restaurant or is I that think just so. a patron at I, the restaurant? I, well, I, I only say he's a, uh, maybe he's, I only say he's known because he was in a suit and tie. Not that you couldn't wear that to a restaurant, but it seemed right. like he was, I, but I have no idea because there's no one oh, else they do, there. They do explain it later, but it just flies by. It's just like you were saying, John, mm -hmm. they, they explain why it's like of all the people that could have gotten uh, grazed by a bullet, you didn't <laughs> want it to be this guy who's like a city council member and a muckety muck from Chinatown. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. and skip, skipping to the very end of the movie briefly here. What? When, when they talk about internal brain. affairs has completely cleared him. Yeah, they yeah. ruled that shootout was unavoidable. No, it wasn't. It was so <laughs> avoidable. My God, it was. It, was it couldn't have been more avoidable. It was God, perhaps the most ending. avoidable gunfight of all time. I, well, I, I'm holding on. I'm holding on to the ending till the end. I want to talk yeah. about it, but there's a lot. Have, of time I, I, I only, I only wanted lot, to yeah. touch on just that because I thought it was insane. This, like, yeah, it turns out you did exactly the right thing. I'm like, no, this guy's a maniac who should not be a cop. Yeah, so immediately, of course, his partner is like, you got screwed, man. You didn't do nothing mm -hmm. wrong. I can't believe mm -hmm. this. Ah, ah. I love the partner has faced no consequences for his involvement in that because he's well, still... Yeah, that's he, what's he, unfair. His bullet didn't graze an important guy. But if mm -hmm. it, I, I like the idea that had that not happened, uh, the operation was perfect otherwise. Police are allowed to shoot near civilians, just yeah. not into civilians. So he's got to go home and tell his wife he doesn't mm -hmm. have a job for Christmas. I have a quick question. Do they film the scene with the mayor in City Hall because they can't afford to have like a office set? Yes. So they just guerrilla filmed it in it, Yeah. 
It does feel like that because it is weird that this would happen. And of course, you get the what is he talking? He goes, "I need your peace and your shield." Yeah, it all happens in the hallway, and, and it's like, all wow. yeah, it's all in a circling camera, which is fine, but it's oh, all God. one take, is what I'm saying. Like it's clearly like we don't have time to shoot in here. We got to do this all shoot. in one. <laughs> Security has not noticed that we brought cameras in here. We have to film this now. Yeah, we disguised the boom mic as a, as a Christmas tree. This and uh, <laughs> this, by the way, filmed at the Manitoba Legislative Building in Winnipeg, Manitoba, famously yep. Chicago esque. Yeah, mm. no, it's yeah, it's so not Chicago. Chicago, we once again we watched Code of Science last week that was shot all on location in Chicago, and it was great because mm -hmm. you really felt the city here yeah. they're doing everything to avoid it being anything but generic urban setting yeah yep. yeah um so anyway uh yeah so it but uh, here at this point i'm going man this seems like it's headed to like a hallmark movie where it's like what are we gonna do it's christmas oh, and you don't have a job but the thing is here's uh, if they really want to drive this home i mean but he's a you know, a city employee, and I know they're not paid crazy well, but look how they're living. Yeah. And she's upset about, you're not going to have a job for Christmas, which is apparently next week. Well, and, he's, he's, um, I like this. He's putting together like a Transformer toy for his kid. I'm like, do, do you take like, you don't take like action figures out of a box. It's not like a bike that you would build. You just put it in the box and wrap it like he has to he has to build it first and it's yeah. just just so he can get in the line man whoever wrote these instructions needed a translator you know foreign people yeah yeah <laughs> and he does shake his fist at the camera also weird i feel like i he feel does. like that was a dean kane improv let's also take but, a and slam then you can against see the... on the bag that he purchased it in it says ikea yeah. so <laughs> you know where it came from <laughs> Um, but the whole idea of this being like, yeah, that would be something for them to worry about. But isn't this right now like, oh, you get to spend more time with us for Christmas? They no. are not going to be starving. Well, no, that's you know, the thing. That, probably a year. They well, that's could probably the, coast. I'm that's the thing that guessing. gets me about what are we going to do for Christmas? It's like it's next week. Most of the money's been spent. You don't need the money right on christmas like you probably no, already bought dean kane's a good father yeah. <laughs> see that's I do, that's I do your love, mistake i do love that he has kids and they don't matter to the plot at all no nope. the wife no is the only the only kid that gets focused on is the kid hostage oh. and lord knows when you said i think the partner's the worst actor in this film no it's i the... beg to differ yeah the little girl <laughs> is terrible and i feel bad because she's a little girl but she is she's a little awful. girl she's terrible <laughs> did she ever work again jessica smith uh her name is jessica smith yeah <laughs> wow uh <laughs> she never worked again this is her one and only credit it's it's what God wanted for her. Yes, but also you get one. Said uh, God, you get one. Here's the other thing, though. Once again, he's a huge piece of shit in this movie because she's going. Well, maybe you should think about getting into corporate security. There's way more money in it, and it's less dangerous. And he's like, "Come on, I'll never consider that." Uh, and and he has. <laughs> I, it, it's not it's in my blood. It's not a one liner, but I wrote this line down. It's my favorite line. Uh, hey, you walk down the aisle with a copper. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. And and there's these imply I, I know that they set it up to be this this big reveal at the end because the whole idea is 
you're not your father. Yeah. You d- you don't have to make up for anything and da da da. And wish you could let this go. And we're like, oh, I wonder what her dad, what his dad did. And at the end, we find out he was a crooked cop. He was crooked mm. in, in a town full of crooked cops. Oh, Everyone oh, in this town is crooked. Goes, the partner goes, hey, this was earlier. He goes, hey, what was it your old man used to yeah, always yeah. say? There's nothing square in this town except for. Roller derby uh, and wrestling. Roller derby and yeah, wrestling. wrestling and roller derby. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. God. <laughs> and and, and goes, I, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. This movie really has some zingers that just mm. they're gonna stay with you. You'll find yourself just living your life, and you'll say, "There's only two things oh. that are square in this town." I also mm-hmm. wrestling. You think and that was the derby. third? You think that line was the third thing that was written down on like uh like a legal pad when he's conceptualizing the movie? Uh, oh, like, oh, oh again, also, Desmond, I think that's so sweet that you think this movie was conceptualized. I think that's so generous. They had okay, the, you think that you don't think there was a cord was board with note out, cards? Um, he's got the cards and the string up it's there going. Coming. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, that's why it's called this way. It's coming! It's a breakaway! Oh! 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 Breakaway! That that actually can be the easy way or the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) To be to be fair, that is how all of Dean Cain's films are created. This writer director literally had ingested a Blu-ray of Die Hard the night before, and then he's like, "It's coming!" Yeah, yeah. It's coming. Uh, uh, but um. The other thing I loved in this too is she goes, well, maybe we could save money by taking the kids out of private school. And he goes, a public school in this city? Are you out of your mind? They'll have to go to school with black people. Poors! Poors! That's for poor people! Listen, you said the quiet part out loud. Whoops. Oh, sorry. (laughs) But that also, you talk about how much money do they have. They're sending the kids to private school? Then they gotta be doing pretty well. And also, what they never say or make a point about any of this, she still has her job, which is that Well, yes. Not gonna make a lot working in a mall at a jewelry store in a mall. I mean, but that's that's better than some things and it's better. It's it's, it's not nothing. Um, but they are making it seem like he's on like two weeks suspension or whatever. It's like, Jesus Christ, we're going to lose the house. <laughs> <laughs> and actually speaking uh, of the neighbors brought finances. over, the neighbors brought over some casseroles and cans of soup. This is going to see us through the next week. <laughs> speaking of Jesus Christ, uh, the, in this scene, she has the cross necklace and he kind of grabs that like, and he goes, we'll find a way through somehow. Boom. And there's also the scene where they're uh, delicately playing. Uh, 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 is it Silent Night? They're playing all the all the Christmas songs in the movie are the religious ones, of course. Of um, course. And yes. and they do the scene where he's putting the angel on the tree, and they're all staring at it. And I'm just going, oh my god. There was a Dean Cain's got to get his Jesus shit in this movie. Was mm-hmm. well, I, uh, you keep saying Dean Cain. This has got to be a production company, and they're like, yeah. get the actors that agree with this. But, but is it Eric Roberts or is it Dean Cain? What hap- Which character actually says like, oh, well, hold on a second. Don't you mean Happy Holidays? That's the, it's Dean Cain, and it's that's the next scene, which is where they go to the oh. kid, the kids' recital. And this was right. when you see Eric Roberts here. I'm going. Oh my God! They're so. Hang on, that means Eric Roberts' kids also go to this private school, but he can't afford yes. the surgery. 
Yeah. Yes. He can't afford uh, uh, a health insurance because yeah. he's a con. Yeah. yeah. And, but he's got and the and money like, to send his kids to a Yeah. But he's got and the money like, well, to send his must kids have to because his... how you keep your kid in fucking private school. I did, there <laughs> has only, to be money. I only somewhere. am just now putting together that, yeah, it was the private school. So this makes no sense. And also, mm -hmm. wouldn't Dean, because it's not like a huge surprise, but but Dean Cain's like, oh, God, look who it is over there. Oh my I'm like, wouldn't he be aware that his arch nemesis criminal uh, sends his kid to the same well, school? He goes, look who's over there. Probably. Cut to Eric Roberts in slow motion walking out of this auditorium. Dun, 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 dun. And he's like, oh, hello, Officer Morgan. Listen, I have this scene. If you want to go to the IMDB oh, for this God. and go oh, to quotes. Nice. Do you want to perform oh, no. this scene with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, okay, oh, it's it's oh, go to IMDB God. quotes, and it's about four down. It's the Scalsetti, and uh, by the way, Lieutenant Cornelius Morgan. Yeah. That's his name? Cornelius? Yeah, yeah. Luckily, Good he's Lord. only called Morgan yeah. or Honey or Darling for yeah. the entire movie. He was called Flash at one point. Oh, that's right. Which... He's called Flash. Yeah. yeah. So he's... I thought that was his no, name. No, no, Cornelius. Did you, did you see it, Lisman? It's the Skullzetti one that starts with Merry Christmas. Yes. You, uh, you, you want to be Skullzetti? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Skullzetti. You be Cornelius. Okay, Morgan. okay, okay. All right. So they, he comes up to him after the recital and he goes, Merry Christmas, Lieutenant. Uh, I think you mean happy holidays, Jimmy. Christmas is no longer politically correct. I'll go PC when you do. <laughs> so then he turns to the Jimmy. wife and says, your daughter's very talented, Mrs. Morgan. Uh, and then they, then they oh, talk about this. thank you. And Ooh. so is your Yeah, we're son? Did you get, is it? Did you yeah. get Erica Laniac on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wasn't looking in the camera at that moment. That is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I know. I transformed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you must have watched Under Siege so many times. <laughs> yeah. So uh, many. It's my favorite film. And so he goes, uh, uh, he does, he goes, yes, thank you. And then well, you're, you're can, I, can we just stop for a second? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. And so is your dot, dot, dot. Son, is it? Yeah. I mean, which one guys, is your, Yeah. It's clearly the one who has the hair. Like, did you guys think that the son's hair looked like a toupee impersonation <laughs> of Eric Roberts' hair? Well, maybe how will we how will we indicate that that is father and son? Oh, he should have the same hair. Oh well, I, okay, I think. Yeah. But what if it's a toupee because of the leukemia? Exactly, oh, and yeah, also no. they put they put the black makeup around his eyes. Like I'm sick. <laughs> Anyways, we, I do the, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Hanging so, in there. Uh, so he says, "Yes, thank you." Okay, your back is Cornelius. Right. Yes, Cat. This is uh, Jimmy Scalzetti, one of the best in his field. He playing Cat too, Lisbon. Oh right. Yeah. Well, then you must be very good because my husband's pretty stingy with praise. Actually, <laughs> uh, I'm retired now. Well, that's good news for both of us. All right, that's probably oh, where God. we can stop there because then it's... No, uh... do the rest of the movie. <laughs> Rich Rajinsky walks over, chiming in. He goes, he, goes, he goes, once a thief, always a thief. Yeah, Jimmy Skull was good, but not quite good enough. Morgan me dropped him at Joliet for his last stretch. When was that, Jimmy? 96? That's wow. throwback, Rich. The man says he's retired. He's retired. What are you lost, Jimmy? The felon's jamboree is down at the armory. 
Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. Morgan. Ellen's and then, yeah, Jamboree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes, but yes, the key thing here is that great thing about Merry Christmas and Dean Cain going, ooh, not very PC, Skullzetti. By the way, love hmm. Skullzetti being the name of the bad guy in this, too. And I love, so on the stupid. IMDb, you can see the, the DVD cover, and it's like Dean Cain, mm -hmm. Eric Alaniac, and it says, and Eric Roberts as Skullzetti. Yeah, <laughs> I always love I always love as because it's like if you do that in a Star Trek movie, right? I follow sure. where it's like and DeForest Kelly as Bones or whatever, right? Because it's like oh, a mm -hmm. beloved character, but when it's as Skullzetti, who cares? Who's Skullzetti? I mean, just be with this guy or featuring this guy, but as would imply that we're going to be excited the, by that actor being married to that character. The one, the one we that, don't know who the fuck Scalzetti is. The one so mm -hmm. I always think about, and I remember the character's name because it's credited, is Jaws 3D, and it's Anne Lou Gossett Jr. as Calvin Bouchard. <laughs> and then throughout the whole movie, I don't know anyone else's name in that movie that I've seen like twice ever, but I know that because mm -hmm. they also go, I'm Calvin Bouchard. Do you know that's Calvin Bouchard? You're talking about Calvin Bouchard. Uh, Somebody was very proud of that name. Yeah. yeah. So, it it kind of yeah. is a great rich guy name in that movie because it's like, mm -hmm. this, this here's my water park or whatever. Aquarium, not water park. Wow. Uh, sure. Anyway, so yeah, he's this is him also going like, yeah, I'm not in crime anymore. Instead, I'm in nothing because no one will hire me? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I don't. He's like, you try getting a job as an ex-con. Anyway, come along, family, from this very expensive private school. And by the way, his wife is just a non-character. She, yes. oh my God, like at the end, when they come out, or, or sorry, I'm not going to the end end yet, which I want to talk about a million hours That's for. An, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But the the wife, Scalzetti's wife, who's yeah. made up to look mm -hmm. like a Gumar from The Sopranos. Yeah, she mm -hmm. uh, she knows that her son is probably going to die because they don't have the money for this operation, and it is just bad silent movie acting. They gave her no lines, yep. and she's just like going. I'm kind of crying. I'm kind of doing my head to the side, and you're like, Yeah, is she going to say anything? Like, thank you, officer, for. Giving I, us your money. Okay, I, fa I found her in the IMDb. I can't believe this character has a name, Jeanette Scalzetti. Uh, oh. This is only one of three credits she has. That wow. makes sense. She's just nothing. I mean, she's nothing in the movie. No, nope, uh, it's true. Yeah, it's insane, though, to me, where it's just like, well, what's her situation? What are her thoughts on any of this? Scalzetti went to prison, but apparently, what, has he been living off of what he managed to hide from the cops and that's running out or something? I, I, I guess That so. sounds likely. <laughs> How long was he in prison? Well, they talked about they put him away in 96 and it's now 2002, so not, like, super long. How old is his son, too? Like, that's, well, like, maybe? I, I, I want to know. know the timeline here. So this born, then he goes to prison... Then he comes back out. Oh, and his no, listen, that way lies madness. I don't, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think. Did you talk about they put him in, But I'm saying, like, if he's this, like, oh, my God, worst of the worst, and he only got, what, mm -hmm. like, five years tops in prison? Yeah, yeah. Well, he because little do we know, he rolled on a major crime boss. I don't know. You know, that's exactly. the thing. Is, like, you, I can start inferring shit, but there's no, uh, there's nothing in the <laughs> there's, movie. It's just, this no. movie, this movie is 
it and clearly thinks this audience is just like cop criminal good guy bad guy got it that's it yeah. that's it and Again, he, it's a seven-year-old writing well it goes back to the target is. audience of all these movies right listen problematic mm-hmm. divorced dads exactly that is yep. every yes. action shelf movie is aimed right at problematic divorced dads going you get him superman uh, <laughs> this one is woo! uh aimed at problematic christian divorce dad yeah 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 um, yeah 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 my my pastor said this one's pretty good but uh, i do love <laughs> that you know okay there are in die hard which is a near perfect movie it is fucking love mm-hmm. die hard it's a masterpiece yeah but everyone is fleshed out everybody literally that's part uh, of what's so great and about there's it. personality amongst the the heisters and all this kind of thing yep but there's we see the rift between John and Holly. It, yes. It's well done. It's regrettable. There's not hate involved, it, but it feels real. It feels like real tension between a, in, in a marriage. Like it does. And in this mm-hmm. thing, the whole thing is they have a, a tiny spat mm-hmm. and then, mm. and that's what he has to make up for. Well, that's, that's him buying mm. flowers and going to the mall and the, doing all this stuff. And then well, buying then at flowers the end, at the mall where she works, which yeah. is just like the laziest, like yeah, and then just at the, the end, laziest attempt. Well, that's the problem yeah. with the, the whole, one of the biggest problems with this script is the stakes are nothing. Like, no. yeah. Where it is like, I just kept going, who cares if he takes this money? Like, yeah. also, <laughs> you know who took the money. Just let him take it. You also know where he's going with the money. To the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Just send somebody to go pick him up. And actually, he'll probably go quietly if you just let the surgery happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> just, it, is, it is, at every turn, it is Dean Cain who is causing trouble in this movie. My my big <laughs> yes. theory for the film is Dean Cain is the villain of this movie. Officer Morgan yes. is a piece of shit. Well, because <laughs> we got to see Scalzetti get with his crew here and going, here's the plan, boys. And an, a question I never got the answer to is the one guy goes, hmm. I understand. Why don't we just rob the cash truck after it's out of the mall? And he's like, no. <laughs> that will ruin the premise of the movie and i don't uh, so the plan here okay th- this is where we got to get into this is something we frequently talk about on acting shelf we got to talk yes. about the villain's plan so what yes. is the plan uh, here should it go if it were if dean kane were not to get involved and it were to go according mm-hmm. to plan okay they're going to yes. steal the cash they just i mean yes. the, the they they never plan to take hostages. It's that's a, and that's a key difference with Die Hard as well. Mm, and I don't this movie doesn't have to be Die Hard, obviously. But taking hostages is kind of a main motivating factor for Bruce Willis in that movie. And the yeah, fact that they also yeah. plan so, to murder the hostages raises stakes. Here, yes, these yes. guys are like, oh shit! I guess we got to take some hostages. Once again, not really creating much of a threat. <laughs> so their ultimate plan was to steal the. The big wheelie chest of money. Yeah. Take it down into the basement. Yeah. Blow the somehow, floor open. Yes. Uh, and then somehow, I don't know how they're going to, because they can't put how it do, on one of their little yeah, go carts. How are they going to the get tunnels? all that oh, cash out of that big metal crate onto their little <laughs> go karts is a great. Yeah. I'm that's... sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. When, when the. <laughs> When the end of this movie turns into space mutiny, 
Uh, oh, when you have red brown in a golf cart, basically, I'm just like, Jesus there Christ. Is, I just thought there is nothing cool about seeing Dean Kane with his knees up and that little steering wheel going. There is nothing cool about people in go-karts. There needs to be a moratorium on never use those as anything. And then the best thing is he turned around twice. In yeah. the and and you see him turning around in its entirety. It's no, slow, the, awkward, the, like well, the, no, putting the, his leg the, out. The, the best is gripping yeah. cinema. The best is yeah. at one point, Dean Kane just picks the thing up and points it in another direction and then yep. takes off in it. Also, yes. the idea that they're even turning around in a chase is stupid because Eric Roberts keeps going, oh, wait, no, hold on, that's cut off. No, let hold me see, on. Let me uh, see the, the map. The, you took a left when you oh, meant to take a right. It's it's my left, not your left. Hold on here. They've actually blocked this part of the tunnel. So let oh, me okay, just, we forgot yeah. about the maintenance. My bad. <laughs> that's my bad. That happened, All right, well. That happens multiple times just going, dear God. God, I mean, well, it just... happened to Dean Kane, and then it happened to Eric. Well, Robert. it happens. So to they Dean, both the got Dean, turned around the Dean, separately. The True. Dean Kane one is something though, because Kid Blast does bring the ceiling down in front of Dean Kane. He does Kid so Blast the ceiling up. down. Yeah. Eric Roberts has just misread a map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh Jesus! Oh, we were supposed to. Oh, and this is this is his big genius foolproof plan. This heist will go so, off without a hitch. Sorry, so yeah, he turned he into Tony somehow Curtis. loads the money into a go kart yeah. and then drives it to a boat and then uh, takes That's the, the boat point. and, and gets that, away. That's the by the, the way. Well, they talk well, about what are you talking about? That's not easier, but it's more clever. Than... They, I think it was they were meant. Obviously, he doesn't have the men anymore, but they were going to use three of the carts and divide the money up just for ease of I st transport. I still think that's too much weight on those. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then they hmm. would meet uh, at the base of those stairs to go up to the boat. They would yeah. have hauled the mm -hmm. money up, put it on the boat, and escaped. Yes. Perfect okay. plan. So that's yeah, it's that's a... the plan. Yeah, and it's perfect. It's not the it worst plan we've seen, but it's not great. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They go to. Uh, uh, oh yeah. They, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dean. K okay. So Dean Kane goes to the mall. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Well. Well. First off, they have Kid Blast and his brother. I think his brother's name is Rashid. Am I correct? On yeah. That? Sure. Yeah. Rashid. No. 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 Rashid is. Um... Rashid is one of the uh, hostages, hostages. The one that goes. Yeah. Oh, Actually, I, I'm Muslim. And oh, Eric Elaniac goes. That's right. Well, which okay. one is his brother then? I don't know. Uh, that made me laugh so hard. Wayne? Uh, is his brother, is it's his like, brother Wayne? They're just going around like telling their favorite. That, yeah. yeah all the like, stuff. Actually, I'm a Muslim. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Anyways, and, who's next? And, and just completely my, ignores him. The yep. And, of course, the best is Jack Wallace's Boozy Santa. Yes, yes. And Jack Wallace, uh, a I, character actor you've seen in a billion things. My favorite was he had a fake beard over his real Santa <laughs> Which was very good. Yeah, that is yeah. that is great. Uh, uh, well, R.I.P. Well, well, actually, when I was watching that, I, I was kind of blown away. I was like, that is a great concept. Like a boozy, not nice mall Santa. Almost, Why hasn't anyone ever done I don't know. something it's, with it's that? Like, it's like he's not yeah, a good Santa. Yeah, if only Santa. there was a movie. He's yeah, not it's a good like, Santa. No, he's not what you expect, which is a good Santa. So what would right. we do with that? 
Ah, uh, I mean, I hate it when a movie this bad is giving me ideas for really much mm-hmm. better things. By the way, Bad mm-hmm. Santa came out the next year. They probably, <laughs> they probably saw so this Billy movie. Thornton thought, saw yeah. this. And was hey, like, that's a good idea. I've got a great idea. Yep. And then even smarter, mm-hmm. make a sequel to that Bad Santa that everybody loved. Mm, yes. Worst Santa. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, even <laughs> even worser. Was it in my, in my memory? It was called Badder Santa, but I don't think it is. I think I it don't is. think so. No, it is. I think it is. It's called yeah, Badder. Yeah, it is called, called Badder Santa. It is called Badder that's, Santa. That's a badder title. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Dean Kane shows up with these flowers, and he's gonna. Uh huh. Oh. Oh, Lisman, by the way, as we always do, we look for the parts we would be cast as indecisive mm-hmm. jewelry customers, I think, who they would cast me as. The guy going, hmm, I don't know, the necklace or the ring? Oh, See, the make, thing I is, is that it's Christmas Eve and she just wants to get home. The mall is closing, mm-hmm. but she's got this customer who just can't make up his mind. And, and that is just there for because the movie can't afford to have a lot of hostages. So right. I like the mm-hmm. idea that it has to be like, well, mo- almost everyone's gone home, but they have to create yeah. excuses. Mm-hmm. So Erica Laniac is there, presumably after every employee in every other store has left. Yes, yes, it seems There's, like it. Yeah, uh, the security guard I think is Rashid. So yes, and they share a look of like, oh. yeah, oh well. And so that guy leaves, uh, but the mom and the little girl are still there because she's throwing a fit about she's gotta see santa and the comedy bit of she asked santa for a billion things uh-huh and that's Sa- a, that's actually again really good but also um, you gotta love santa mm. immediately as soon as like it's quitting time off comes the beard out comes mm-hmm. the flask <laughs> at least at least get to the break room before you're taking a swig yeah, the fact that he's doing it out in public uh, is also, pretty funny. Also, what kids going to see Santa on Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah. Last Again, minute these, kid? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, it, but I mean, as they will say later, it, wouldn't the assumption by a kid be, well, he's got to get going to deliver the toys? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do use that later to try to calm her. I do like, strangely, how, um, is it? It's not Rashid, but who is it down in the, amongst the hostages? Is like, do you think it's appropriate to lie to this kid? Oh, it's it's the it's, it's the it's, mother. It's the mother who goes, I don't lie because Erica Laniac's going, don't worry, Santa's oh, gonna do this, mom. so we're gonna right. get out of here. And the, and the mother goes, I don't lie to my daughter. I just want her to turn and go, we're all gonna die, honey. But but <laughs> but the weird thing is, is that this 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 movie is on Erica Laniac's side about. Oh yeah. No no no. We're shaming this woman for being honest with her child. Yeah, we should yeah. instead. What a bitch, uh, this is right? A, it's another war on Christmas thing where it's like, no, no, no. Lie to your children because they need the magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they mm-hmm. need the magical thinking. Well. And then you've got boozy Santa's. That's his character turn away. He's like going, <laughs> it is true. I really do need to get going. I have so many <laughs> this, gifts to this give guy, out. This guy has an arc over like two scenes where he's yeah. like, I, I guess I'm not drunk anymore and I am going to try to make this girl believe <laughs> Yeah, he sobers up real like... quick, I guess, when he's thrown into a whatever that thing is. <laughs> he, does have, storage room. he does have one of my favorite one-liners, which is coming up. I was just about to ask, yeah. Yeah, I do have it. When, when they get taken hostage... And she's like, Santa, do something. And Santa, uh, then he goes, Santa, don't get paid. Uh, don't get paid to play gladiator. 
Yeah. The <laughs> I reason I love that, that line, I know, that's why I love that line. When that happened, I was like, that means nothing. And and the writer is sitting there slapping himself on the back going, perfect. That's what a boozy, bad Santa would say. Hey. Santa don't get paid to play no gladiator. <laughs> what? Well, okay. What? Let's, so uh, Eric Roberts is also... Eric Roberts, like, how, how much is time that you can't wait till literally the mall is completely empty? If he had waited, like, five more minutes, Dean Kane and Eric Alaniac would have cleared out. Yep. Yeah, it's... he wasn't being subtle. They were all together towards the back area of the mall. Yeah. It's like, there's still people here. There's still malls. Yeah. Dean Kane so, just got his Dean flowers well, and he's the... running to he see is. his wife. And the only reason he stops is because he sees Eric Roberts and goes... Oh, shit. It's about to go down. So it is implied, because the mall is closing, that Dean Kane literally waited till the last moment to buy flowers. He, like, yeah. he could not have waited long. That means nope. he sat at home for the vast majority of her shift going, fucking god damn it. I'm so like, pissed I will at my show wife. up right at the end of her day to brighten yeah. her life with these flowers. Mm. And, the and say, mm. I'm sorry that we had a tiff. And... Also, mm. Brightener Day with the love of Jesus, of course. Um, oh, of yeah, course. yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm, always I'm, there. Brennan, always I'm there. glad you're here, but I'm a little bummed our resident uh, Christian movie expert, Devin Roberts, isn't here for this episode. We well, do, he'll be... He'll, he'll, he'll he's be coming. coming oh, don't worry. He'll be here this month for one of our Christmas movies. I, I would say that's a, a scary thing to be an expert <laughs> in, but but God bless. Literally, he's, God bless. He, well, mm. yeah, but he... he, he uh, we've talked about... It. We usually bring him in for the faith-based action movies. Yeah, um, all the Left Behind series. I know you've covered the whole series. Well, actually, there's wait, there's Love there's it. some of that kind of stuff that I I still want to do that um, Christian Mad Max trilogy with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, but Eric Roberts gets a uh, one liner here when they pull shotguns on the uh, on the security here because the guy goes for his gun and Eric Roberts says the money's insured. Are you? Nice. That's pretty good, actually. I thought that was, was pretty good. That's well, pretty the thing good is, that, uh, as I've said before, Eric Roberts often is known for not Nicolas Cage levels, but he can go big. He can be mm -hmm. a ham. Oh, sure. And the thing I liked about it is here he's like going, no, I'm going to be a very urbane. Well, he's nice. He's generally nice and, and uh, well-spoken and calm. He's he, calm. He is sort of doing a little bit of Hans Gruber, right? Where it's just like, this is my job. I don't have to be an asshole about it. I'm a pro, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah. not gonna. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna get too worked up. Now it's no. I mean, it's nowhere near the masterpiece performance of. May I mean, still maybe in my opinion, maybe cinema's greatest villain, uh, at least as a one-off in terms of not. Oh, he's not, amazing. You know, he, Hans Gruber is an incredible character, and the thing that when you talk about making him sympathetic, Lisman, one of the things that's great about Hans Gruber is he's not sympathetic. He's just totally professional. This is mm -hmm. my—I mean, the best Hans Gruber line in that movie is when she goes, "You're just a common thief," and he's like, "I am an exceptional thief." Yeah, and it's just yeah. like I will be. This is—I'm going to pull off this great heist. This guy, mm -hmm. well, like I said, the script goes back and forth between. Well, he's doing it because his kid is dying, but also he is kind of a legit piece of shit too, though. Uh, and yeah, sort of like, he I don't is know how I'm fully to... ready to murder like innocent people. Kind so, of, you know? but then he <laughs> never actually does, though. No, 
It's, that it's is... and so I don't. That's the thing where it's like, what am I supposed to think about him? Do I think he'll actually blow Erica Laniac Erica Laniac's brains out? I don't think he will. That was actually a thing they talked about in Die Hard. Uh, and and hey, everybody, make sure you're one of our patrons because Lisman and I are doing a Die Hard commentary this month over there. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they added somewhat late in the game, uh, the scene where he shoots Mr. Takagi, because they mm. needed to show this guy is cold blooded enough to just ice somebody. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that was yeah. sort of a late in the game, going addition. like, I don't know. They're going. This guy is kind of just precise and. But is he? Are people really going to be scared of him? And that mm-hmm. was the scene. They, and that's a great decision. It's Here, a great decision. So that's uh, a brutal scene. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Speaking of great decision, <laughs> uh, should we talk about the biker gang getting blown up? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Wait. that's that's key to the whole plan too. I know we mm-hmm. skipped over it, but I really want to talk about Satan. No, Lucifer's henchman. Yeah, that's that that's, that's, that's that's that that's name, what yeah. that's the Holy biker shit. gang we're talking about. Lucifer's henchman. I. <laughs> Because this movie, I was just going, oh. really, guys, really. <laughs> a big Brendan, don't get play, don't get paid to play no gladiators. All <laughs> so the, um, it reminds me of the Simpsons episode. Where the Homer, Simpsons, yes. Where Homer starts the uh, the biker gang, and they're called the Hell Satans. <laughs> that's one of my. That's what, what st- uh, you know, Lisman, you, you know me, how much I quote that Mo line. Where Flanders oh, is part God. of that, and he goes, "I move we change the name to something less blasphemous." And Mo goes, "What do you mean, like the Christ punches?" <laughs> <laughs> and it is one of my favorite lines ever in The Simpsons. Uh, the totally sincere reading of that from Hank Azaria is so funny. What do you mean, like the Christ punches? I mean, these guys might as well have been called the Christ punchers. Uh, yes. But yes, part of yeah. the plan. I'm glad you mentioned this, listen, because a big part of the plan is. We're going to blow up a biker bar, and that will distract, mm-hmm. by the way, the entirety of the Chicago police force. Yes. I will say that something as big as the blowing up of a building mm-hmm. will bring down precinct upon precinct. Will- I don't know if a city as big as Chicago <laughs> would empty out everybody to yeah. attend, but that would be a big thing. It would be. And mm-hmm. I mean, and I will say, uh, credit where credit's due on this movie. It's a hell of an explosion when this building goes that's up. That's true. It I mean, blows up real true. good. It really does. And you see, it also shows a three-legged cat running away from the building. <laughs> it does. Which, to me, was implying that the cat blew up. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I, actually, when that happened, I was like, going, had they trained a three-legged cat to drop a bomb in there?" <laughs> I really. If the hope camera so. had zoomed in on the cat looking shifty, like, and <laughs> 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 there it goes. <laughs> I think you. I think there is a during the explosion or after it. I think there is a distinct meow in there too. Yep. I think they put yep. in a sound for the cat as well. Uh, oh my god! Which is pretty you funny. see the cat, and then like a paw comes up with like a detonator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of those big like button things they yeah. put on the floor, and you just you see the paw just go bat. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the plunger thing. It says boom, or I guess it would say flame on. It's yeah, this movie. yeah, because it's, yeah. it's kid yeah. blast, yeah. baby. And listen, you and I were talking about this uh, before we started recording. That they keep talking about keep your psycho brother in check. Kid blast yeah. never feels enough like a psycho to me. No, no, I would say the big guy is more psycho oh the russian guy oh the russian guy what the accent was supposed I to be think, was, well, is it supposed guy, to be russian 
I think I the, think the character is. is just supposed to be a mercenary, but the mercenary had done some community theater <laughs> and had just mm, been in a production duh. of Fiddler on the Roof. So mm. I think there if was I a lot a of leech that. Man. Yeah. He had yeah. been doing some Uncle Vanya, exactly. Yeah, he's some been doing check some Chekhov. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he came to play as far as... I kept waiting in, in a movie this dumb, yeah. in a movie that is like saying, okay, it's Christmas time. You're always expecting, where are all the Christmas jokes? They gave mm-hmm. them all to this guy. Brendan, this, this guy does all of them. <laughs> this guy has gone on to have a legit career. He looked familiar to me. He's the fucking main Russian tracksuit mafia guy in Hawkeye. He's Ivan, the guy that keeps running into Kate and talking about his relationship and stuff. Then he got a lot better at the Russian. That's this guy. (laughs) 20 years ago, he is not good. He's great in Hawkeye, though. He's so funny. No, he is great in Hawkeye. I can't believe it's the same guy. No, but I mean, like, you look at his career, he goes on to do, he's on that Jason Momoa Apple show. He's in, uh, uh, he's in a couple of his Arrow. He's in War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, he's like a uh-huh. working real deal actor. Well, he's terrible in this, so <laughs> oh, again, I'm glad that he stuck with it. This is crazy. Yeah. Listen, he's also in Vendetta, the other Dean Cain movie we've done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Wait, that's, what's this guy's name? Uh, his, the guy's name Petrovich? is is Alex Ponovich. Uh, Ponovich. Oh, okay. uh, is the is the actor? Might he actually be Russian? Oh, uh, uh, I, no, he's Croatian. Yeah, Alex Ponovich. And he's pl- he plays Petrovich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Canadian, but yeah, uh, for a Croatian uh, mother, Serbian father. Okay. Um, he probably grew up with accents in the house. And yeah, whatever. But. He's also a, a Canadian champion boxer. So, uh, but they give him the stuff that's all all like a. I was a good boy this year. I got a gun for Christmas. Uh, the one this I- is on the wish list for Santa. I've been, you've been very naughty. He gets all here's of them. His, here, here's what the one I, I wrote down. He what goes, I didn't understand is why is why is Dean Cain not dressed as Santa? Because <laughs> yeah. that would make these one-liners make sense. Well, no, like here, he, he got fired from the police force, so he has to be a mall. Here's to like, make, yeah, that actually would make more know, sense. Here's the yeah. he, Dean Cain's not putting on that fucking Santa suit, is why. Uh, he's, no, not, he's not Burt not. Reynolds, lest we return to last holiday season when we saw mm. Burt Reynolds and Rent a Cop in a Santa suit. Yeah, uh, classic. Um, but uh, maybe Jesus, like you know, jacked Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, baby. Um, I'm gonna forgive you your sins. Uh, he's no, looking uh, at the guys with the 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 hammer and the nails. He's like going, "Do it, I dare you." <laughs> you even try to get through I the muscles you. on this hand, baby. Uh, I can't. He's too jacked. I also. <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger mallet. I do like the idea that our Roman soldiers are like from the Bronx. Yo, Jesus! I can't. I can't crucify this guy. Uh, uh, no, uh, his line here is, uh, "I don't really want to shoot you, but I just asked Santa for a cart full of money." <laughs> Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, because Dean Kane Here's here's the thing where once again, these guys aren't going to hurt anybody. They're just going to take this money. But Dean Kane mm-hmm. climbs down an elevator shaft, a little diehard anybody. Um yeah. although it's of course because it's this movie, it's like two floors of elevator shaft. It's mm-hmm. not the major yes. building that is diehard. And he takes his time oh, climbing down. Careful. Like, he is 
Careful now. <laughs> hold on. Careful. Hold on. I mean, Dean yeah. Kane's in great shape, so I'm sure he can climb this chain or rope or whatever. But he yeah. is, but he is doing it very like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, okay. uh huh. Yeah, there's right. there's nothing wrong with Dean Kane as action hero. It's just this character no. is awful. Um, yes. But yeah, he, his big thing is he just grabs this card of money when nobody's looking, and he's gonna go mm -hmm. hide it somewhere. And that he hides becomes, it in a bathroom stall. That becomes the the whole thrust of the movie is them going where's that money and he's like i won't tell you <laughs> mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. and, and once again terrible police work why he doesn't just immediately go uh yeah hey uh let me get on a phone and go uh yeah there's a robbery going down somebody should do something about that and then just leave that's it's not or on follow you them or follow yeah. them but the idea that he's like haha now i got your money and then eric roberts is like well, shit, now I got to kill people. Yeah. yeah. You caused this, Dean Kane. Yeah, maybe let hostage negotiators work shit out I, instead of... Here's the thing, too, is I don't know where this mall is located, but it's the biggest mall in Chicago. You tell me this is not in... I know it's Christmas Eve and there's not a lot of people around, but when they are laying waste with these massive shotguns and machine guns and then throwing grenades around, no one's hearing this? No one is hearing this. There's yeah. a part where uh, Kid Blast and his older brother Big Blast. <laughs> well, that's not what it is, but it is now. Uh, Kid they, Blast. They and think Big Blast. Dean Kane is in a bathroom, and, and they... so they each throw grenades in, and then also on top of that, unload their clips. Yeah. Like, yeah, they fully automatic obliterate this bathroom. It's crazy. It's a crazy amount. Of, well, this this movie might have the most fire. Oh yeah, in an action shelf movie. It it uh, uh, it's clearly trying to make up for the fact that most of these impacts are completely bloodless, and it's just yeah. people going, yes. uh, 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 you know, doing the puppet yeah. dance of getting. And I it's not even that. Most of the time, it's just hitting the walls around people. Even that's true. But yeah, yeah. it's just or, all or like, we're gonna make it as or, yeah, we're gonna be as really rough on that. these walls and windows. Uh, because we can't show people's heads turning into yeah. pink pulp. I do also you know, think like, mo yes, perhaps most rounds fired, definitely most glass broken in anything we've watched. This yes. Year. No yes. question about that. But uh, also this uh, this guy Petrovich, uh, he's got a fucking automatic shotgun. That is mm -hmm. a nightmare of a weapon. That thing is just... And, and they do... I mean, it's the sound of it where it's like... Boom, boom, boom. I mean, that is, but to just, if you just, an automatic shotgun is a, like, when that shows up in the Expendables, the the mm. movie is actually portrayed like, oh, shit. <laughs> that is a, that is just an ugly ass weapon. And he mm -hmm. is just, yeah. he just shoot at Dean Kane and Dean Kane's going, ha, and dodging it. Like, the yeah. amount of. Well, that's possible. <laughs> Mm -hmm. The the amount of times well, it's in slow motion, John. That, that people just hide behind a metal railing and bullets bounce off it, and you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> there's no way that it's just that little metal railing is doing mm -hmm. anything. So he's running around the mall shooting yep. things and people and stuff. Mm -hmm. Shooting uh, things mm -hmm. and people and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the movie. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, this is the stupidest one-liner. When they each have Dean, so finally you get Dean Kane and the Russian guy. They both have guns on each other, and Dean Kane mm -hmm. goes "Merry Christmas," and the Russian guy goes, "I am actually Kwanzaa man myself." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? that's a great one. That was a great one. 
what is that? What? And then Why? Dean Why he tosses Dean Kane over the railing from the upper floor of the mall. And what does he catch on to? Uh, an angel. Yeah. It's a it's an angel decoration that saves yeah. Dean Kane. Hanging Cain. on wires and he catches it on his way down. I yeah. look, pretty sure okay. Dean Kane had nothing to do with that stunt. But, <laughs> no, well, you know. Yeah, sorry. Someone in Dean Kane's costume falls over the rail. <laughs> I will say this, as far as uh, you know, thinking through Die Hard in a Mall, all that makes sense. Um, uh, I, John, I always embarrass you when I bring up my fan fiction stuff. But my, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I just uh, the, the there was one that was a big jump from like that was I can't remember what it was, but it was something. Oh like, yeah, it was like people uh, wanting me to write more of of a character because they liked my fan fiction, and me going, no, that was my one idea for that character. Yeah, but but the 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 jump was from like. Citizen Kane to your fan. It was some wild thing where you're going like, "Oh, that's not comparable," but it was. I funny. think it was. I think it was like Kubrick or something. But yes. Oh, of course, oh, I, that was it. It was. It was me saying Kubrick only made one horror movie, and people wanted him to make more. And you're going like me with my fan fiction, and it was. Just yeah, that I know. Jump. I know. It was the I jump know, that was I funny. Bear the shame. Anyway, yes, your fan. Oh, you did but write my, some Die Hard fan fiction, didn't you? I did a Die Hard Home Alone crossover. Yeah. Which, oh uh, hell yeah. Which called Die Alone, which had mm -hmm. um, had an uh, ailing uh, John McClane uh, take over Marshall Fields in Chicago at Christmas, mm -hmm. just so he could be close to his daughter who had kind of disinherited him. So he becomes mm -hmm. the terrorist, and uh, young police officer uh, Kevin McAllister um, mm -hmm. is trapped in there with him and saves mm -hmm. the day. But anyway. Uh, John McClane, not terrible villain, but but he's sick and dying, and but he's still it's one guy good with traps versus another guy good with improvisational traps. That no, was kind of the whole thing. No. And I did study floor plans of Marshall Fields and all this stuff. And yes, there is a scene where uh, one of them goes over the railings and does uh, kind of do the same thing with the Christmas tree all the way down and the land in these big uh display presence that act as a cushion which is what saves them and i was like watching this movie going yeah i feel really good about my work well because he falls on the if the angel catches him then the line snaps snaps and, but mm -hmm. then he, he falls slams into, right into the, the christmas tree. tree yeah and he gets a comedy beat where he, he's like ow and then slides down the tree <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Uh, this I was uh, laughing. reminded me of high school, uh, actually. Oh, yeah, man. The, when Lisman and I, were, that was our senior year, right? I believe so. So did you guys get up to some senior. teenage mischief? Is that what I'm We were about? very tangentially related to this. <laughs> Extremely yes, tangentially yes. related to this, I would say. So yeah. every year, our, our high school, uh, and I had never thought about this until I think it was your girlfriend Maggie that pointed out, right? Mm -hmm. that our high school was built like a mall. Yes, mm. it looked like a mall. It looks like yes. a mall where it had the two levels and the big open area in the middle with the, you know, right? And mm -hmm. so every year they would put a big Christmas tree in the middle of the school. Um, wow. And, the, and, and that is not a separation of church and state. Well, and that actually yeah, was right? kind of like a thing, right? We couldn't call it a Christmas tree. Remember that was the thing? It was like a holiday mm -hmm. bush or something like that. <laughs> I, it was no, Anyway, it was this huge Christmas tree. And folks, you can yeah. go on YouTube. It's still there. It's still there. Our, I'm going to call him a queen. He wasn't really friend. Friend of friend, maybe. 
Like we we were <laughs> yeah. friends with somebody who was friends. Oh, with this you're guy. distancing yourself now. Well, no, but he he. Let's say he was the kid who would do what I'm about to describe. He was that kid <laughs> where if you it where it's like, hey man, fifty bucks to do this or whatever. Oh yeah, you know, like that kind of guy. Uh, well, mm-hmm. he got up on the upper level and he dove down onto the Christmas tree and took the he whole thing. He did jump down. down onto the tree, yeah, uh, yeah, and knocked it over, and we filmed it. Yeah, from okay, that, several that angles. Now where wow. you're at, where you're at, tangentially related to us. We didn't do it. Yes. We didn't set it up. We did know the True. people who did, and they told us when it was going to exactly. happen. And I did bring my camera, so one of the angles in the YouTube video is me operating a camera on it. <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah, and he did. He had a Santa hat and a beard, and he took this thing down. And do you remember the, the the? This is just stories, but the funniest thing was the reaction of the school. Because yes. well, they tried to expel him from school for it. Yes, uh, which yes. the which the school board did not uphold. They got suspended, but they did mm-hmm. not uphold him literally being thrown out of school. Wow. Yes. Um, but because yes. uh, come on, but the I just remember it was like the student body president came on over the the PA system, going like, a student today made a shocking decision and it was treated like it was a terrorist attack basically it was our school wow. just going like wow yes. Yes. I can't, you know oh my god why would anyone do this uh you know and no one was hurt or anything it was totally stupid no, but if you no, go fine. Yeah. if you go and type in high school christmas tree jump you'll find it yeah YouTube, and it was it kind of made its rounds on the internet it got it got some play when that was the thing and this so, was early yeah. youtube days so it got around he got around, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what this reminded me. Yeah, uh, it does have was, that. So was, anyway, there's a little that. anecdote from our life, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we were once again loosely, very tangentially involved, very loosely. Le- uh, yeah, less, less shotguns, and uh, <laughs> and and so this it, it yeah. wasn't quite like watching yeah. this film. And I do remember his plan no. was he was going to ride the Christmas tree down, and he had his car parked out in the back, and he was going to take off. The only problem is the weight pulled him the other way, and the tree came down on him. So they got him. The, wow. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did get him. They got him. Uh, that yeah. was also they I, got him. They, the they, nightmare is over. They didn't expel that kid, <laughs> but do you remember that our last quarter in high school, all all of his teachers agreed, we will freeze his grades where they are. He can graduate. We just don't want him to come in anymore. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because our our school was very proud of their graduation rate. They didn't yeah. want to like they didn't affect want, that. So, so they're many, just like, we'll just freeze his grades and. He- yeah, and, and some we also school. had some other friends who got talked into dropping out by the administration so that the graduation because yeah. wow. they were gonna, <laughs> they weren't gonna graduate they were gonna flunk and so they would go why not just uh, leave you know why not just drop out yeah yeah wow uh, so you know uh, Rich suburban white communities um <laughs> it was uh, I it made me. Uh, not really regret the whole Christmas tree incident. Oh, that Although, was again, so dumb. John again, and I were we, loosely. We were never the kind of guys who would start something. We were the kind of guys who would get on board with something like that, but we were never people who would start something like Did that. Did I know it was going to happen before yeah. it happened? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were we were friends of troublemakers who egged people on. Yes. I'm but just saying, guys, because. This has been a 20-minute ride you took me on. That's true. We'll you yeah. may want to edit it out, but not just for length. You may want to edit it out because I don't think there's a statute of limitations. <laughs> so you may not want this they getting get, out there. We got him. Like, it, I just want the idea of our hometown police and they're listening to the show going, We got him! 
We got it. <laughs> After all Get these the years, the on the line. I would. I still. Do, I mean, it would. I do love the idea of an action Jeff episode being played back in court. <laughs> so I'm sorry. This is a. Uh, this is excerpts from a podcast devoted to dumb straight to video action movies. And here are the hosts admitting to their yeah. Uh, anyway, we would we would insist on playing the whole the whole episode. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're gonna need to so hear the whole, to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, for context. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't know if they commit any crimes, but they're pretty rough on Dean Kane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Dean Kane. <laughs> uh, so okay, here's the part. I so I guess this is to explain why the truck isn't going anywhere. They call the yeah. the armored car dispatch going. Yeah, the truck broke down. Yeah. <laughs> and that should buy him an also, hour. We only had the I mean, one in all of Chicago. I also it's thought, also a weird scene because the member of the gang who's in charge of this, his entire purpose <laughs> in this heist is to dress in the guy's costume and sit, uh, uniform, in, this sit in the truck. He's just supposed to sit in the truck and and then pretend he's the guy. And And then the lady dispatcher is flirty. Yeah. And he's like, oh, am I supposed to flirt back? She's like going, oh, hey, honey, where are you? He's like, well, darling, I'm uh, stuck here. We'll send some for you right away or whatever. Now, look, I, I don't know how armored trucks do things, but it does seem like are they making cash pickups? In the evening on Christmas Eve? That seems weird. Um, They actually are. Seems weird. Are they? They yeah, they actually are. I don't know. Well, maybe less so now. Once again, in a less cash yeah world, probably not as much. But but, but yeah, there's but a, there are plenty 12, of jobs where tw- you're going to be working. Oh no, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, Christmas like, Eve. I'm not talking about the but just the idea of scheduling that is so weird to mm-hmm. me that there would and also the idea that the mall would hold their money till Christmas Eve. So there's twelve million dollars in cash. <sighs> At a mall. Yes. I just, that's yes. wild to me. Uh, anyway, yes. uh, okay, we got to talk about the department store shootout because this yes. is this is pretty wild stuff. Um, it's wild, wacky stuff. When when this guy is chasing wild. him and no. Dean Kane foils him by pouring shampoo on the ground, talk about Home Alone, so the guy slips. <laughs> so stupid. And, and as this guy is sliding, yes. Yeah. Why did he start shooting both of his pistols? I know. Because he didn't see Dean Kane. He was no. just doing it because he was sliding across. Everyone yeah. in this movie is so yeah, he, had, he has a weird, uh, it's like a, a built-in uh, reflex. Uh, it's sort of, he starts to slide. He's like, nope, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> no, Take no, that no, no, gravity. No. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, he's he's hoping the force of the guns will push him back the other direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what yeah, he's mm-hmm. actually trying to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get that, and then of course because he's in the sporting goods store, Dean Kane starts mm-hmm. shooting hockey pucks at him. It's so stupid! <laughs> it's so stupid. And then has a it's not a one liner, but Dean Kane's just like funny thing. I never even played hockey. Why would you oh, put that God. line in there? That's a horrible line. I don't I don't know. Before finally he gets to the guns in the sporting goods store, but he ends mm-hmm. up killing this guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah. He, he does do Pretty that. Cool. That's true. Pretty cool. Because you get the scene yeah. where there's a mirror, there's a mannequin, and the guy keeps going, he's not there, not there. And then suddenly there's Dean Kane with uh, uh with the bow and arrow and shoots him mm-hmm. the, shoots him right through the heart. So this guy's dead. <laughs> Does do that. That's true. Uh, so there's a couple of things I want to bring up. I, I don't want to. I'm ready to skip over it. <laughs> Did you guys notice how Eric Robert 
cell phones in this movie. He does what with the cell phones? He does the, the way he holds oh. it. He holds it by the antenna yeah. for some reason. Like the thing yeah. sticking out of the top. And then he it's like. A, it's a flip phone and he's doing this weird. Yeah, he does hold it strange. Like almost like a like like he has a claw or something. Well, it was like, something I thought about with the this being a 2002 movie is like there are some cell phones in it, but it actually is yeah. still like not Dean Kane doesn't have one, and he still has to mm-hmm. like find one because actually after he kills this guy with the arrow, he calls his partner and yeah. tells him what's his what's his ringtone? Isn't it isn't it another like it Christmas is another girl? Christmas song? Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. remember which one it is, but it is like a reg- and it's that two thousand two like uh do 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 like it's it's yeah. not jingle bells, but it's got mm-hmm. the you know the the thing about that. Do, 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 do. It's like okay, great, yeah, yeah. hello, yeah. Do, do we get that it's a Christmas movie, folks? Uh, and <laughs> and he calls his partner, and the guy's like, oh yeah. Uh, we're going to be right on, and I'm bringing the whole cavalry with me. And then Dean Cain hangs up and gives this one-liner. There is a Santa Claus. <laughs> and then he goes over, and this is where Dean Cain gets guns from the the gun rack at the sporting goods store. But here yeah. here, here we get a – this is only a, a light uh, episode of John's Gun Corner. I don't <laughs> think this sporting goods store. They might have some rifles and shotguns. They've got like a folding stock combat shotgun in here. I probably not. Doubt that very much. Yeah. That like a mall, maybe like a specialty gun shop might have something like that. But a mall yeah. sporting goods store has got like <laughs> armor piercing I, rounds and stuff. <laughs> it it has uh, a very. I mean, I don't know the guns, but I was like, wow, that's an entire wall. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yes. a mall uh, sporting goods store might have a couple of, you know, target rifles or yeah. something like that. But this is a full wall it's, that he breaks through is, the glass. This, He's this like, like, oh, the gun boy, from- like, it's Christmas. I got all the guns in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that, let's get to the scene with Kid Blast and Big Blast, as you talked about, mm-hmm. when they think Dean Cain's in the bathroom. And I don't remember mm-hmm. which one says this, but the line is, if he's in the toilet. He's about to get flushed. Yeah. I think that's Big Blast who says that's that. Big Blast. And then, yeah, they both throw grenades in. This place mm-hmm. goes up. And then, then I do love the idea of blowing up the entire bathroom and then going, let's just make sure and just empty our magazines into this thing, man. Yeah. And once again, no care that anyone might hear this. Which everybody would. Yeah. It's not. The mall like, you'd is, hear it for miles. This mall's not out in the desert. Remember, that was the thing in that Antonio Banderas movie, was the mall was... No! Now I remember. The mall was in the crime-ridden part of town that the police won't even go to in that movie. Wow! That's what it was. That was yeah. the thing about that. That, that. They did write in a thing about why the cops wouldn't respond, where they're like, there's gunshots every night, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bad and lazy writing, but it's something. There's a, an explanation as to yeah. why people are, but we've know, got more trouble uh, noticing. I think the reason in this movie that they're they don't they don't elaborate on it too much, but I think the reason that the Chicago PD is not on the scene is that it's quite a drive from Chicago to Manitoba. So I think that it was just <laughs> them going like, "Look, we're on our way, if, but we'll be there in a few days." If only Dean Cain right. had called the Manitoba police, then they might That's have had right. a yeah. would have been there. I did also think he mm-hmm. calls his partner, spoiler, yeah, the partner's crooked. 
I, but then I did think he doesn't know any other cops. <laughs> no. Like once the partners revealed himself to be crooked, it's not like, well, okay, then I'll call the Sarge or something. Well, but once the co the partners revealed to be crooked, that's pretty much the start of the non-stop thrilling adventure. He There's does... not a time for him to make another call. He does actually true. there is because he does eventually call nine one one, which is why the SWAT team shows up. Right, but it's bad um, reception. They're all underground in the parking structures and so forth. They obviously, but we got we've got more trouble right now in the mall because this little girl has to, as she says, go pee pee. Okay, yeah. So the <laughs> Erica Laniac, who we haven't talked about too much, um, what because she does nothing in the movie. She does a, I mean, again, borderline competent. Like that's she's probably not, the best acting I've ever seen from a, Erica Laniac, and like I'm not a, saying that. She's not I've a, seen a lot of Erica Lania. She's not a terrible actress. I mean, she's no. not a good actress, but especially for what's asked of her here, yeah, fine. But she, we, we haven't laid it out too much. It's she and Rashid, the um, the security guard. Oh my the god, drunk Santa, the mother, and the little like seven or eight year old girl. And there's one other guy. What that guy who's like. Oh, um, he's the talking guy, about he's his the, favorite Christmas. He's the and, guy who owns the mall, or he's the manager of the mall. Oh, he's the, sure, sure. Because he was there like to supervise the money transfer. Right, 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 right. No, he owns so, the mall because there's a cardboard cutout of him later, too, in it, where he's like, season's greetings from us at the mall. Well, there's also a cardboard cutout of uh, Dick Buckus. That that, that was me. weird, too. I guess maybe it's not a cardboard cutout of this guy. There's like a photo of him. But there is a Dick, which I thought was strange. Two things Dick I Buckus thought... in a Santa outfit, and I'm like, what am I looking at? Why is this here? <laughs> two, two, two strange beats in the movie are the Dick Butkus uh, 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 cardboard cutout, and then the clip of Desperado. Yeah. Yes, the I did think that, that was the, weird. The, that the clip he turns on is from like a recognizable big studio movie. How'd they clear that? Well, here's it what I think. It was very brief. Here's what I, it was very brief, but I also think Desperado was only distributed by a big studio. I have a feeling that movie is not public domain, but I have a feeling that movie is maybe not get, for cheap. Yeah, you can get some clips from it at least. Yeah, um, because a, a studio didn't make it. That was, um, well, no, Desperado. Desperado no, is the studio remake of El Mariachi. Right. So that's well, right. I, think I was thinking about like Mariachi. So no, mm. ignore everything I just said because Desperado it's was clearly definitely a Desperado. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Lisman. That means this is another Mall diehard movie with Antonio Banderas in it. Yeah, it's Perfect. true. It's true. But I did see when the credits are rolling, it does go like clip from Desperado, courtesy of Sony or whatever. I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was maybe there was some shared thing somewhere in the hierarchy of companies that own other companies there's some connection to sony who made desperado anyway yeah she's got to go pee pee but yeah they're all sharing their favorite christmas memories and i do like when they get to rashid he goes well i'm muslim and they're like ah well how about you yeah. then i just love well then forget about you basically was the thing it's not like well how about your best family memory or something no it's just like muslim don't know what to do with that on to you uh <laughs> you have yeah. holidays too i think yeah have you had a good holiday you'd like to tell us about a very sorrowful ramadan uh another <laughs> another great ramadan. another great simpsons line where uh, Krusty's doing the Merry uh -oh. Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, 
crazy Kwanzaa, and a very sorrowful Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, man. Just go watch The Simpsons. Who don't watch this? Uh, yeah, but, do uh, not watch this. Yeah, and so Dean Cain's like, uh, or not Dean? Sorry, Eric Roberts comes in, and this is kind of pulled from Die Hard slightly, except much worse, of course, is the idea that in that movie you've got Bonnie Bedelia going like, uh, hey, uh, Hans Gruber, uh, you know, we've got people out here who need to go to the bathroom. We've got a pregnant woman. Like, she's negotiating for the hostages. Except, the weird, of course, the weird thing here is she knows this guy. Yes. Uh, hi, yeah. Jimmy. Excuse me, Jimmy. Uh, I, yeah, our sons are, uh, we kind of know each other. Uh, do you think we could do something about the... <laughs> Because we also, well, the, there's a running. He sees that as his, you know, that's also like, wow, I got lucky because I can use you. Yeah, because he does go like, hey, man, you're going to give us that money because I got your wife. That's not at all an Eric Roberts. Yeah, well, they just want to fully steal that scene from, from Die Hard. Yeah. So, or yeah. should I say but Officer John McClane of the New York Police Department. <laughs> right, but they want to remove all the tension that's Yeah. Um, well, that, like I said, it, that's not really it, their thing. it does damage when they all know each other. It kind of lessens a lot of this where it's like, uh, well, we also get a lot of, though, uh, the thing they try to do with that then is and give Erica Laniac something to do where she just keeps going, why are you doing this to me? You're a yeah. good guy. You're Why are you mm -hmm. doing this? And him having to be like, my son's dying. You know, yeah, and he's, he's gone. <laughs> and once again, now, but with, with that, they've made him too sympathetic now where I'm going like, I hope the son does get the surgery. I hope he does get away with the money. I because you know what? You're they not don't. a monster. I thought, I thought for sure this movie was going to end with Dean Kane having his gun on him and him letting him go. I really thought that's what they were going to do because he gets it, or he was going to let him use the money but still arrest him or something like that. He's a law and order man. No, that's the he thing. Can't it be a crooked cop. It is that conservative thing where it's like, it don't matter. No extenuating circumstances. These are the laws. Yeah. And you're just going like, but but once again, I guess maybe just me being my uh, you know, left coast liberal is I'm going yeah. uh, I'm going, No man, I don't like this cop. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't really I mean, this movie has a weird opinion of police. I mean, it, it's that like, well, police can't do any wrong kind of a thing. Well, it's uh, like he is so, a hero because sure. he's a cop. By making him a police officer already objectively, oh, well, then his Obviously, is correct. we're on and, the side uh, of this guy. But then, but then it yeah, brings exactly. back the point of if that's the case, then why bother to make Eric Roberts sympathetic at all? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's just so Dean Cain no can. Oh my this god! This is a Christian movie. <laughs> Everyone is redeemable. Don't you but understand? He, but then he's not redeemable. They blow this guy away at the end. He, sure he almost gives up. He pretty much gives up. But the cops actually shoot him without. <laughs> I, I mean, know. he lowers his they, gun and they, shit. They shoot the cops at the end of this movie. Kill an unarmed Eric Roberts. Yeah, so it's, it's true. their fault. It's and you've got. You, you've got uh, literally Dean Kane going, stop, no, don't do it. No, oh, he didn't mean it. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. They, they, do, they do actually go out of their way to make it not Dean Kane's fault that he dies, which is weird. I uh, think there was, that must have been a note at some point. Yeah. Dean Kane uh, can't just stand by and watch him. It's like, well, that's what it does. That's what it happens in the script. We'll just say he shouts 
don't shoot them yeah. after he's already been shot, you know, so, you know, just I do make like, him hold your fire after they've put like six in him or something like that. You exactly. Know? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, yeah. Man. Uh, oh, uh, can we talk about the way big blast dies? With his own grenade, yeah. I don't even remember how Big Blast dies. Big Blast dies with his own because he throws the the grenade and Dean Kane shoots him. So then he drops the grenade in front of him. He's like, "Oh no!" and explodes. Yeah, yeah. and then I don't remember that oh. Dean Kane. Well, you don't remember he does that take to the camera where he just puts his hands on his cheeks and goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> he goes, I "Remember him calling at Kevin McAllister?" <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Oh, ain't that just my luck? Uh, blast gets blasted. I hate Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> because then after that happens, Dean Kane gets this one liner. Oh it, well, he's got to get on because we're doing Die Hard. He's got to get on the walkie with uh, Eric Roberts, yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, you need to send your dogs back to obedience school." Yeah, same, it's not it, cool. It at all. He goes, "I still again. have four men." He goes, "No." You got like two. Yeah. Cause that's I just right. blew up a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get through this here to the end of yeah. this movie. Uh, he wins. It, he, well, you get this scene that it goes on way too long where the, do they think this is tense when he's put Erica Laniac on one escalator and the money oh, on the it other just keeps going. <laughs> it's why do they, I realize it's, a, but why do they need to show her? go down three levels yeah. and the the, the cash going up three levels. And what's great is... It takes like 15 minutes. But what's great is yep. the music keeps going... Right, as if it's exciting. The and mu- not. By the way, the story... Wait, wait so you boring. guys weren't on the edge of... Well, okay, I was asleep, but... Um... <laughs> you were on the edge of your seat because you had fallen asleep and slumped <laughs> down to the edge of your seat. Uh, exactly. The, uh, uh, no, it, and it is just Dean Kane watching these escalators, and we didn't talk... The whole music in the movie is doing very cheap, like, Jerry Bruckheimer-esque, Hans Zimmery, you know. Yeah. But, it's. I mean, it's not terrible. We've seen much worse, but... Or heard much worse, uh, but... It is just going like, man, you you're trying to sound like The Rock or something like that, and yeah, you don't, you don't have a movie to back it up. Um, you know what I much rather would have watched? Hmm. Uh, anything? Well, there's that. I was gonna say The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, that's by the way, movie. The Rock is kind of a diehard scenario movie, and it's fucking great. It is. Yeah. 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 We we and once again go to our patron page because we already did a commentary for the rock snap yeah, yeah that's right yeah. man that's, that's do you guys we... remember when eric roberts was geocaching <laughs> no in this movie yeah <laughs> i don't remember what he was looking for but he had like a oh like, yes was, that's yeah. right yeah. and he's like uh seven steps here and then uh, yeah. do a thing over here i didn't know what that was about to tell you the truth so I don't remember why he was doing it. This, I just yeah, wrote I mean, down this is the part <laughs> of Eric the movie. Roberts geocaching. So Eric Roberts gets the money. Dean Kane gets his wife back, and Eric Roberts is then yes. obviously now that he has the money. His plan is just to leave, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And, and 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 this is what I don't understand is 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 he's like I'm so glad you're safe. I'm so glad we're alive, and you know whatever. And then she goes, but you can't let that money go, can you? And he's like, no, I can't, baby. I gotta stop this. I'm just going, what are you, I, I literally, I think I shouted at my screen last night, I'm like, do you want to die, Dean Kane? Is that the, like, 
I he I, can't be a crooked cop who stands by and lets the crooks. But get he's away. not even doing that. He can't he's, be like his dad. He's already at this point. He's he doesn't know the partner's crooked yet. So he already thinks the police are on their way. All he has to do is go. They're going that way. Yep. He, it, leave no. it to the other. But it is just like nope. And he loads up his shotgun and he does give Erica Laniac a pistol, which is stupid later. Um, and of course mm-hmm. he does the, it's got one in the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. A saying that everyone says, I'm think, sorry. I made, I, I made so. him sound too grizzled. He's like, it's got one in the pipe. Uh, that's exactly, it's got one in the pipe and, yeah. um, and that'll help you in case you come up against one person who stands directly in front of you. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he also, say, he also says, uh, uh, well, I forgot what it was, but there was the whole thing with the cross and, Oh, oh, I'm nearly forgetting this because, yeah, at the end with the fucking uh, go-kart race <laughs> when they mm-hmm. do Mario Kart yeah. in the sewers yep. and mm-hmm. Eric Laniac's like going, he'll never be able to find me because Lord knows you'd never be able to find oh, in a dark tunnel a fully lit up mm-hmm. go-kart that's making a lot of noise. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> um, so she she drops the cross like, ah, it's the breadcrumb. And Lord knows when they get to that shot where he finds it yeah. and it's full on got a glamour beam yep. of light on yep. it. Uh, like yeah. Jesus himself has pointed his finger beam at it going, <laughs> there's the oh, cross. All we needed was a floating Jesus appearing to Dean King going, they went that way. <laughs> and I really oh, loved only. that. That would have been amazing. Now, uh, uh, so they free the hostages. But once again, Dean Kane's got to go down to the bottom basement level and go, uh, I got to stop you, Eric Roberts. And then Eric Roberts even goes, look, my kid's dying. He goes, just let me have one of the sacks. I don't even need all this money. I just need the money for that. And he's like, no deal, criminal. Yep. And he goes, all right, well, how about you say that uh, I got away with two of them and you keep one oh, of them? This, and he's like, oh, that is the wrong play that because, is, again. That is my favorite Dean Kane moment because he's such an unhinged maniac when he goes, you know, take the money like your father. And he pulls back the hammer on this gun like he's just going to execute Eric Roberts. You say that again. You don't say that again. You don't even talk about my father. You know, like, Jesus Christ, man. And I just thought, like, holy shit. Dean Kane, this is continuing to add to my narrative that he is just an unhinged maniac in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean- also in life, I think. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, now, Dean Kane is one of those people who is an unhinged maniac, but like wears a suit and goes, Look, I'm just saying women shouldn't kill babies. I'm reasonable. <laughs> He's one of those people going, I'm calm and reasonable. I'm not a crazy person. Think I'm not going it. to go out and blow up a. a, a- yeah. Or at least you'll never f- well, prove that I blew also, up a, a clinic. But I'll the, tell you this. One of the things I love is he's, he shows up on Fox News a lot. And they always oh, have God. him as the Hollywood representative. And it's like, oh, he is not Hollywood. It's always- well, I'm sorry. Was Kevin Sorbo busy? <laughs> no, that's always the thing. It's guys like him, Kevin Sorbo, John Schneider. My new favorite that I've recently discovered as a regular on Fox News is the oldest son from Home Improvement. And they're always talking oh, about, wow. well, here in liberal Hollywood, it's like, yeah, you guys are well out of the industry, man. Because even mm-hmm. even you've got conservative guys like Kelsey Grammer and Tim Allen, but they're not chancing their careers by appearing on Fox News. They're not that crazy. No. They're like they're, no. they're like those guys who go, we don't want to pay taxes. You know, that's kind of thing. <laughs> but they're not yeah. going, yeah, you got to stop these liberals. Because um, they're like, <laughs> we'd like to continue to be in things. Uh 
yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So that leads to yes, the partner is gonna. Not only is the partner crooked, he's just gonna straight up murder his best friend Dean Kane. Yeah, he is. Uh, Even though he was the best man, you were the best man at my wedding. You're the godfather of my daughter. Yeah, and then he goes, "That it's this isn't about that. This is about that money. Oh, low blow, but <laughs> money." Like the thing, that's the thing where it's just like, I get that this guy wants money, but they don't do anything to give this guy motivation why he would not only help steal this money, but he would kill his best, his absolute best friend, basically yep. brother, you know? Yep. And, and it's just like, what? Because yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. The, it should have been the partner who needs the surgery for the kid. That would have made so much more sense. Um, cause that, uh, but anyway, uh, but the, oh yeah, so, this is, this is a movie that don't waste your mental energy trying <laughs> to fix. It is not yeah. worth even thinking about. How about Erica Laniac? It is so stupid. Erica Laniac. It would be an impossible feat. Does shoot <laughs> the partner here though. Oh yeah. yeah. That's true. So that before true. he can shoot Dean And Kane. saves, saves her husband's life. Right he's before. Like, you saved my life, honey. And then she immediately drops the gun and is recaptured. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then that's when they end up on the golf carts. Yeah. And now we're going through the tunnels on that. That's when she has to leave the cross behind and say, yeah. "Oh, we talked yes, about yes. we talked about all of that." And then yes, it does eventually. The SWAT team has Eric Roberts surrounded. He drops his gun, but he goes to get the climb up the ladder up to the surface, and they just light his ass up, man. They, they shoot him maybe 12 times. Yeah. And the director's like, oh my god, I just need to show this. So it's slow-mo, and you see Eric Roberts looking up at the, oh, the grate he get, that would have taken him out. He gets the He's one hand so weakly on the grate like it lifts up half an mm. uh, inch. It's and like, then the camera moves us up and out so it can show that he was just feet away from that boat at the dock. Yeah. And also, it doesn't make any sense because that is a dock that is a, is a walkout dock, yeah. meaning there is no no sewer system or pipe that's directly under. No. This makes no, no sense. There's river under yeah. it, actually. There's river under. But apparently, uh, I don't know, somehow he well, was that close also to Also, where this is, the tunnel keeps going for, you know, yeah, anyway. Yep. That's uh, why the plane is so, so ingenious. This is Nobody the only, will this see is, it yeah, coming. This is, <laughs> he's actually going to come out of a pipe uh drown and then uh -huh. the the money will float up to the top uh, yeah, it wasn't a good plan <laughs> but it was something we never saw coming it's true so this is really the only like blood in the movie is eric roberts is pouring blood out of his mouth and he's dying in dean kane's arm and he goes thou my son i love him more than anything oh, and he dies man. and it's supposed to just be like damn if only he hadn't have tried to steal money if only he loved Jesus more. <laughs> well, um, I do think that then when it cuts, If only he didn't make the mistake as opposed to Kane. <laughs> I started laughing because I couldn't believe where it was going when we cut to they're at Dean Kane and Eric Alaniac are at the hospital with his dying son. What does that mean yep. he walked in there and went, Yeah, I just killed your dad. Sorry, Merry I Christmas, so. kid. I think so. And yeah, I think that was probably it. This but doc hang in there, it, kid. This doctor though going like, Well, the good news is we found a donor for the bone marrow. The bad news, you absolutely cannot afford it. Yep. <laughs> um Don't know what to tell to you, lady. Deus ex machina, literally. But um 
I want to take uh, umbrage with one thing you said, John. You said that the blood, the only blood we saw was that. Yeah. Erica Laniac has a very artfully done little driblet of oh, blood yeah. on her lower lip. Yeah. Um, for most of the last half of the movie. That's true. That's true. That's it, true. it is. It speaks to once again, though, that like it's not too violent for the Christian audience. There's just a little. And say, actually, it's even kind of the same thing with Eric Roberts. It's just blood coming out of the side of his mouth when he's dying here mm-hmm. after yep. yeah, yeah being shot maybe twelve to fifteen times. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just a little bit of blood. He's not pouring blood everywhere. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, yeah, and and then so they're like, man, that kid's gonna die. That really is too bad. Uh, and, uh, and then out of nowhere, this police captain just comes in and he's like, oh, so glad we found you at the hospital. Uh, By the way, is this still Christmas Eve? I think it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Internal affairs is doing their investigation on Christmas Eve and going like, also, I want to say, did Eric Roberts set all this up thinking like, we'll get away with our heist Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I will get to the hospital yeah and then just hand over stacks of literal cash to the, and that won't be suspicious going, at all he's going to hand them a sack with a dollar he was going to hand them it. a sack with, with stacks of of mall money yeah he's still in the in the little bands yeah the paper bands. here you go mm-hmm. why does this say the mall of chicago or whatever <laughs> I, don't don't worry about <laughs> you got your money that's what's just important fix my boy i also just love the idea of a doctor going Yes, we have absolutely identified the life-saving thing. Too bad you don't have more money. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. What yeah. a real shame. Anyway, guess I guess... we'll just have to throw that marrow on the old dumpster. Yep. It's so should out. I pull the plug now? <laughs> they should do I t- wait till Christmas Day? <laughs> yeah. Do you want him to die on Christmas Eve or Christmas? Which one? What? Uh, <laughs> More traumatic for you because we'll do that for you. <laughs> Wait, do, I, do you want the whole holiday ruined or just like the lead up? Uh, so, <laughs> no. So the I just love this is this is maybe the worst writing in the movie. Is this police yeah. captain coming in going, "Hey, great news! IAD has cleared you for everything. No fault at all." And once again, this is what after a couple days deliberation they figured this yeah, out. It's- and yes. we do need to state once again it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. So these uh, police, I don't know, bureaucrat types. Yeah. Uh, where where is uh, where is he, Morgan? Oh, he was involved with that thing at the mall. Oh, yeah. he's at the hospital now. Yeah. Okay, we'll go there. And Dean, what Kane time is... is it? Well, yeah, my kid was kind of hoping I would uh, read uh, night before for Christmas, but you know what? Let me go find Morgan at the yeah. hospital and bring him this check. Which we we uh, oh, wait, cut wait, wait. this check. This is literally the, it's it it it's the it, we got to talk. It's the progression of this. You've been cleared of all mm-hmm. charges. The shooting yes. was unavoidable. Two, here's your badge back. Three, you're a captain now for no yep. reason. Because they talk yep. about mm-hmm. taking the captain's exam. He's just been given the captain's uh yep. thing. Yep. And yep. here, I did not understand where this check came from. They go from the insurance company. A little thank you, I guess, for recovering the money. He actually says it's a little attaboy. Attaboy. That's what it is. But I did like that. That's the one thing I did like. It's, called, it's just a little attaboy from the. I was like, oh, two hundred like grand. Yep. <laughs> and then he looks over at Eric Elaniac and he's like, uh, well, 
Oh well, I guess because we love the Lord, <laughs> let's just give just, it to just, this woman who just, hasn't said a word, and, and she, so she can pay and for her son. She appears to have no reaction to it either. Oh, I know the no. the, the mom is just is like, eh. mm. and Erica Lanex like, easy come, easy go. The second goes, that this can go the easy way or the hard way, and she yeah. goes, do you always say that? Do you always say that? Yes, I do. <laughs> Once again, I always want that turn for the scene to keep going for him to lose it, and you you realize what a psycho he is. Don't fucking question me. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't you ever uh, to, to honor and obey. That's right, lady. You're mine. Um, Jesus, yeah. but Br you're the bride of Christ. You <laughs> and I, me. Is it is it the the Christmas dinner scene you wanted to talk about, Brendan? Because I do. This right. is here's insane. the thing. This is what I did expect. Of course, I expected a wrap-up that's happy family at the Christmas table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, before we get there, there's the weirdness of... Uh, what was the whole thing about I'm going to make it up? Oh, that was early in the in the thing where the kids were staying with Grandma because yeah. they had their tiff. Anyway, right. so now the family's back together, and it's one of those Norman Rockwell Christmas, Christmas dinner scenes, except... Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's happening during the apocalypse because <laughs> yeah. literally, I believe an 80 megaton nuclear weapon has gone off outside. The amount of light, burning light that's yep. coming in through their windows. I was like going, this is like the end of, of uh, Don't Look Up. This is where essentially the world has ended. It is unbelievable. No, no other scene in the movie is lit remotely like this. <laughs> I kept expecting him to say, let's say a prayer, and then they would all like disintegrate into ash, like at the, mm -hmm. you know, after Thanos snapped, because yes. this is nuclear fire outside their window. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could not stop laughing. It is because they become I, charcoal outlines on the walls. E you know? e yes. Look at them. We can tell that they were having dinner when they died. And then, um, but then, the, then the insanity of him going. Let me say a prayer yep. for Jimmy Scalzetti Ugh. and yep. the other and all. And it's just basically like, let me say a prayer for all the people I killed in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> let me say a prayer for the, the I don't know. What is it? The guy's forehead that I nicked earlier in the movie. Oh, geez. I just, and, he, and he's just going like, and for all the others who won't be celebrating Christmas. Oh, we didn't talk about the I fact that. Them. That did Eric Roberts murders Kid Blast off screen? We didn't mention that earlier. Because he finds the cart and Kid Blast is just shot in the head. Yeah. Dean Kane. So I guess at oh, some point, yes. for no reason, Eric so. Roberts, it's just like, oh, wait, we didn't kill this other bad guy. Eh, what if we just found him dead? Uh, no, actually, yeah. wasn't it? Didn't Russian guy come back from the dead and have the cart? So I think maybe there had oh, been wait, did the Russian, Russian guy, guy show up again. Man, he did get up does, and then got the cart. He does get up, yeah. Oh my god, uh, I forgot all about that. He steals the money because uh, uh, Dean Cain goes back to the bathroom. God, you're right. There's, I forgot all about that. The Russian guy yeah. clearly is in the League of Assassins and had access to a Lazarus pit. That was the thing that they didn't include. <laughs> that he did a quick <laughs> dip in during this heist. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Lazarus I pit. I just got the dip in the Lazarus pits. I'm feeling much better lucky, now. Lucky Where is they, cart uh, full of money? Uh, luckily, Rachel Ghoul had it on map right on the mall. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. His yeah, daughter is one hot 
piece of booty. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh oh, no, she belongs to the detective, though. The uh, detective is what we're forced to call him. Uh, never get tired of Rachel Go calling him detective. It's one of my favorite. Me either. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, he's he's just like and to kid. <laughs> I just want him to keep going and to kid blast and to whatever you know. Uh, and then yeah, the movie ends on uh, Amen. The movie ends. The last line of the movie oh. is Amen. Yep. Yeah, Christmas rush. It's a That's Christmas rush. I wanted that '80s like action. I wanted like a Bob Seger song or something. Because <laughs> it's coming on Christmas and it's they going up in my ass. Bob it. But something in that vein. Like I think about like how the uh, I'll be home for Christmas just as soon as I kill these thugs. Well, that is the thing. Actually, I've always thought about why do they make so many cheap Christmas movies? Because all the songs are public domain. They're not actually, yep. as I've discovered. Well, let's say there's a lot of the big ones are the the the, the religious the religious ones the carols yeah. are, and that's why all of those are in But if you want to something movie. like "I'll Be Home for Christmas" or or "Silver Bells" or something yeah. like that, it's like oh. Let no, me say those... though, there's there's a lot in the public domain, is what I'm saying. You you yeah. have a, you have a lot of choice of soundtrack. Uh, and there I think... wasn't a lot of jingle bells on the soundtrack. I thought that literally because even Die Hard goes there during a lot of the action scenes, you'll yeah. still hear like a little like ching 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 little jingle bells. No, nope, yeah. not here. No. Anyway, that's Christmas Rush. Uh, right. Not good. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but some people maybe do think it's pretty good. Uh, I you... can't imagine who. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> 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 uh here we go uh, uh of course you know it's always my mission to find the strangest imdb re reviews i can this one comes from uh imdb user mahinda radio and uh the review is titled reviews can mislead <laughs> why do, including mine why do people buy a film or watch one in 98% of cases, it's to watch a movie for entertainment, not to compare it with other movies or to write reviews or impress others as armchair reviewers. This film, taken independently, is both entertaining and exciting. Tight, slick editing, and plots and subplots keeps one guessing. Good entertainment, 10 out of 10 stars. So many yeah, of these what reviews is, are so defensive. What is they're it getting so, at? They're always so defensive. I love the idea, too. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't compare it to other movies because I'm sure other reviews were mentioning Die Hard or something. And this person's just going, yeah. but yeah. it's not Die Hard. You, you got to take it on its own merits. And if you do, it's <laughs> yeah. still terrible. <laughs> yeah. You got to take yeah. it on its own really shitty merits. Tight, <laughs> by the way, tight, slick editing. Mm. Nope. No. Yeah. No, and not sub true. subplots that keep you guessing. Fuck off. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, uh, all right. Well, Fuck you. It wouldn't be an Action Chuff episode if we didn't check in with our favorite Amazon.com reviewer. It's time yet, yet again for another episode of The Winning Opinion. <laughs> yes, this is Bruce Wayne. Uh, Bruce didn't get to see this movie because it's not on Amazon, and we know he only. Oh. But I did. I it's, it's, so I, this left me to just dip into a weird Bruce winning review. So uh, oh. this is his review. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the movie. They can't all, folks. Uh, yeah. This oh. this is his review of the Ashton Kutcher, Catherine Heigl action rom com killers. Does anyone remember this movie? No, sir. No. Uh, it's a movie where she falls in love with Ashton Kutcher and he's an assassin or something like that, right? It's goofy. Okay. It's goofy. Sure. Bruce watched it, though. And here's the... So Bruce, okay. The movie's called Killers. So here is... Uh, here The review is titled, I've watched a movie before with the same title. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> I am very good. I am extremely glad that I just watched this. Killers is a title I just can't resist. I like the action and violence. I used to reject anything with comedy in description, so I don't think I have seen this one. I like the punching and kicking. I like the shooting and exploding. Five out of five stars. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he says, I like the killer title. Yeah. So it's just any movie with that title. He will watch anything that's called Killer or Killers. Killer is a okay. title I just can't resist. He can't resist it. No. Yeah. We know, Ooh, we know they must be Christina. killing people in this movie. Perfect. Ooh, I do love murder. <laughs> I like the kicking and fighting. I like the shooting Ooh. and exploding. I love the interesting ways that people. Oh my god, that's still the best. Is the American Psycho? I one. like the brazing and grilling. What are you on about? <laughs> was that was that the American Psycho one where he talked about? I enjoyed the creative ways to make a person dead. Yes, that, wow. yeah, that is wow. the specific line. Wow. <laughs> specific uh, that put him yeah. on some sort of checklist. I'm sure you have to watch this. Oh, yeah, watch We have talked about where we expect to be played back in court is in Bruce Winning's trial, where they follow yeah. our yeah. tracking of a serial killer being born. Like, uh, so uh, <laughs> it was there all the time. We should have been listening to the action shelf all the time. Uh, well, True. you know, uh, uh, Dean Cain and Eric Roberts are quite the formidable pairing. How about we come up with a new movie for them to face off yes. in uh, and, and, as we fire up our handy-dandy action movie title generator? And oh. uh, here we go. Let's come up also, with... this movie will also take place during Christmas. Okay, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, let's go about that. Uh, here it is. The movie is called... Ooh, I think Dean can get some uh, religious stuff in this. The movie is called Castle of Glory. Ooh. Castle of Glory. Okay. Is this um, a modern-day castle or a medieval castle? Ooh. Mm. I kind of mm. like the idea Maybe of a... Maybe a mid- castle that when you go into it, it transports back. Ooh, it's some kind of time portal. Mm-hmm. Could be, mm-hmm. or maybe we're going symbolic Ooh. and uh oh or maybe the character's name is castle sorry i'm looking at you castle the series and it Mm. is a very devout or he's a disbeliever a non-believer who through the course of this action adventure film um he he the only way he can win is by surrendering himself to christ (laughs) and that's detective matt castle had yes. lost his faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. is Eric Roberts Eric, is Eric Lord. Roberts our villain in this? Oh, he's a villain so. in everything. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. So yeah. what? Is, what is? What is the villainous plan that through the thwarting of he will rediscover his faith? So <laughs> like, dead silence. Uh, I have nothing. Uh, uh, it's he's got to be thwarting something. Oh, kind of, oh, okay. Oh, it'll be something where uh, he is um, a religious terrorist. So maybe he is uh, blowing up uh, churches uh, because of of some kind of like I oh it's anti-Catholic like uh, he's blowing up uh, cathedrals because of the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of the Catholic Church. Um, or, or well, what about and, this? Let me let me go this, and then and then you can mirror their two things and make him yeah. slightly sympathetic. God, let my wife die. His yes. wife died, so he blames yes. the church because he prayed to save her and it didn't work. And so now he's yes. destroying churches. And it yes. will force through yes. Eric Roberts 
uh, vengeance-driven loss of faith, spoiling that will get Dean Cain to believe in Jesus again. And here's the mm -hmm. twist. At mm. the end of this movie, yeah. Eric Roberts uh, does come around, but too late. He wins, but Matt Castle ends up uh, stopping something, and it'll involve him getting quasi-crucified. He will die mm. at the end in a Christ <laughs> pose pinned to rubble. Mm. He'll die and for Eric be... Roberts' sins. Oh, man. And oh. The, the storm clouds and the smoke from the explosion part mm -hmm. at the very end and shafts of light come down on matt castle's mm -hmm. dead body and then a, and then a big Guys. fist comes down and fist bumps, <laughs> yeah. bumps matt Boom. castle and i'm saying this i'm getting chills i'm getting chills just oh wait wait this. wait yeah. can we take yeah. one set he's crucified oh also po i have the flu so i'm getting chills because of that post credit oh, yeah. post credit scene he's in the morgue sits up he's been resurrected yeah, now we got a franchise. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh, oh my what? god. Castle of Glory 2, The Resurrection. Oh my yeah. god, I'm there. Yeah. I'm watching this. Oh my god, we have to show this in my church. Um no. <laughs> uh so that's Christmas Rush. Uh next week on the show, Listman, uh continuing our month yeah. of Christmas movies. Uh we'll turn to a different <laughs> 90s action hero as Hulk Hogan shows up, folks. That's oh, right. The Hulkster's back. The Hulk. That's right, brother. That's right, brother. It's Christmas time yeah. and the Hulk is here. Uh th this we are watching the amazingly titled Santa with mm. Muscles. Yep, Santa mm. with Muscles. Santa with Muscles. I, I've never <laughs> seen it, but um that is even when that first like appeared, which of course direct a video, yeah, nineteen ninety six. Uh, all I could sit there, it was like they didn't even try. Santa, no, nope. they didn't even try. Something like the Tooth Fairy, where it's like, what if the Rock is the Tooth Fairy? You don't call it like the Tooth Fairy only is a big dude. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but Santa with muscles, Santa Fuck with muscles. Listen, as always, I will ask, would you like the uh, tagline of Santa with muscles? Oh yes, please. <laughs> he's naughty he's nice and he's coming to save christmas <laughs> now know. this movie though i'm worried about christmas because it seems to be under attack almost constantly this movie though actually aside from hulk hogan has a it's too good of a cast you've got hulk hogan you've got our villain trying mm. to ruin christmas ed bagley jr uh you've got uh robin curtis from the star trek movies oh Oh, the other mm -hmm. Savick. Garrett Morris is in it. Oh, the other Savick. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes, the screen debut of one Mila Kunis. Wow, what? that's her first movie? Her first movie is Santa with Muscles. Speaking of Ashton Kutcher, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am jealous of the adventure you two are about to have. Well, and we'll be joined mm -hmm. next week by another friend of ours. Mike Gergoni will be watching Santa with Muscles with us, so... Um, oh, Santa! With, that's a good group. I'm Santa, but I've been beefing up, brother. Uh, so yeah, there, there you go. Uh, and that'll be a little tease for our January spotlight on WWE films. So uh, that's wow. going to do it. Brendan, thank you as always for uh, joining us here. Of course, yeah, we... you owe me for this one, pal. But anyway, <laughs> uh, of course, course, we should mention you can be heard do. every week on Campbell and Jones Meet the Monsters here on the Punch Up Entertainment Network, and you have another podcast which does connect to the uh, Dean Kane of this all. It's it's ostensibly a Superman podcast. Uh, it's a very loose conversational podcast with my old friend Chad Smalley in Houston, Texas. 
uh, who is a mutual fan of Superman specifically, but it's us just uh, reconnecting over our love of pop culture stuff of the 70s and 80s, a lot of which has to do with Superman. So it's called Prodigious Saps. Yep. And it's actually recorded visually, so you can see my ugly mug. You can watch it on and, YouTube. And uh, Chad's much more handsome and, and clean-painted uh, mug. Um, he, he would make a good Professor X, don't you think, my friend Chad? He, actually, he would. Yeah, he's got that kind of he's look. Got, he's got a good beak, uh, He's got, he's got kind of a Grant Morrison look, I think, a little bit. A little it Grant is very Morrison. Grant Morrison, yeah. but um, it's just us chatting about this stuff, so don't expect a lot of structure, and we will talk about... Houston of the 90s and and bands we've been in and things like that so you'll get plenty mm. that you don't care about so please join us won't you yeah prodigious slaps look it up on YouTube uh, but that is going to do it for this week's episode of the action shelf I'm John Campbell I'm Michael Isman till next week get yourself some action the action shelf Action Show